1: for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: What's a Sinisterhood live show like? You're about to hear it. We recorded this episode at the Houston Improv on my birthday. My dear, beloved, best friend Christy sprung an amazing birthday surprise on me that involved the help of our favorite actor. Y'all will freak out. I had also had my mind blown later in the show when I learned some new information about dinosaurs. Please don't DM me. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, and we also have our audience participation portion, where Judge Christie busted out her gavel and ruled on the grievance of wronged audience members with an interesting debate involving toilet and bathroom habits. We will add that photo to the show uh, pictures on Instagram of Christie and our my face while we're while we're listening to this one. <laughs> that it was, was wild. a good one. Yes. If you couldn't make it to any of our live shows, join our Patreon where you can chat with us on our monthly Q&As and enjoy live stream performances of our bonus content each month on Crowdcast. Our next Q&A is today, November 17th, and the live stream of our new bonus content segment, Unpopular Opinions, is on Thursday, November 18th, both at 8 p.m. Central. When you sign up for our Patreon, you'll also get tons of extra bonus content, including archives of past live streams, audio bonuses, and behind-the-scenes videos of us visiting some of the spots we covered on tour. This week's video features us backstage preparing for the show, on stage during the show reacting to Heather's celebrity birthday surprise, and at a pit stop on the way back to Dallas. Head to sinisterhood.com and click Patreon in the top banner to subscribe today. And don't forget to stick around after the show this week to hear your Patreon shout-outs. We hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening, and keep it creepy. You hear the sounds of wings flapping against a clear night sky. In the trees, you spot something. Unlike any bird or creature you've ever seen before, this beast makes eye contact with you, then jets off into the night. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. Tonight's episode is The Houston Batman. Uh, thank you guys for being here in the green room for the last, you know, hour and so. We were watching Halloween Wars where they make treats on Food whatever. Network. There it is. And uh, I don't have a regular, I mean, I have a television, but I don't have like a cable. Cable, cable remote controls. have. There's so many buttons. There's three in there. And I'm like, you gotta do the written intro, so... I'm grabbing the mic. If you heard Halloween Wars, it was because I was (laughs) frantically grabbing every remote, trying to mute the TV, and I could not figure it out. John Henson's in the background, like, your donut has gotten you eliminated, (laughs) and I'm like, shh, Batman. (laughs) So, it's Um, a little behind the scenes for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much, Houston. How are you guys doing tonight? (laughs) We keep trying to remember to take a selfie, so we're going to try gonna to do, do a it now. selfie. If you guys are ready, you ready? For Give me your best some like, yeah, face. Yeah! Wait. All right. Ready? Go. Woo! <laughs> thank you so much for indulging oh, us. Thank you. Um, um, do what you guys does. know what today is? Yeah, <laughs> There's no place I would rather be than when you guys, right here. I'm we, so happy, seriously. We have had a day, you guys. <laughs> um, our day started, and I'm not exaggerating, we almost died in a plane crash. <laughs> it, was, it was the worst flight we've ever had in our lives. And I mean, it's not really the fault of anybody but weather, because it is Mother so nature. windy outside. I'm sure you guys, if you would have watched us walking up to the venue, it was like butts out like this because we were both wearing dresses it was straight up this wind it's a wind advisory with gusts up to 60 miles an hour and it feels like 666 miles an hour when you're in a plane going 30,000 feet in the air it was treacherous to say the least (laughs) um yeah and then um y'all don't know this and I don't know if I'm putting the venue on blast but like up until like 5.30. We didn't know if there was going to be a show because they didn't have power here. Power was out. So we were like figuring out when we were going to reschedule it and texting back and forth with our agents and we were going to be so bummed but because we're witches we manifested it and the power came back on. We did. So. So I was like, yes, my one birthday wish was to spend it with you all and for the lights to come back on. So you're welcome. So that's Houston. what happened. I yes. used my birthday wish on you. So I'm happy though. That's what I wanted, I was like, well, if we can't have a show, can we just find a bar where the lights are on and just tell everybody to go there? I was like, we can't really do a show, but we can party. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, you got some nice presents in the green room Oh, already. thank you guys so much. Uh, there's a footage of Chrissy trying to put a color street nail sticker on me. And I, try, I said, well, I don't have a nail clipper. I'll just bite it off. And I ate about half of it. It's gone now. It'll come out later. They're uh, very cute, though. And they're then very cute. I, I had to Google how to do a tarot reading. And yes. we tried to do that for some very cute new tarot cards. We did. We got, we got some got cryptid tarot cards. So we pulled. we manifested for a good show. We pulled out yeah. some good cryptid cards. I and got learned. the page of cups. Yes, I got new the knight of cups. Yeah. So we are cupping it up. Cupping it up. Big cups all night. Um, I think we should also sing Happy Birthday. No, don't you guys Aww. think we should? I to, I told Tommy. He goes, you can't sing Happy Birthday. I go, why? And he's like, it's illegal. Thank you. I was you just don't have the what? rights. I go. I Googled it, thank you, it's no longer illegal, like 2015, hey. so we're good to go. If it was illegal, I was going to say, can you sing the Chili's version where they're like, happy, happy birthday from all of us, or whatever, that version. Do you, does everybody know that version? <laughs> Nobody knows that version. Nobody no, knows that version? I don't know, version? maybe. If you I through. thought everybody knew that version. If you worked at Chili's, you know that version. <laughs> I did not work at Chili's. I did not, sadly, no, <laughs> no, but I, I, I still know. You. All right, we'll sing the regular version um, on the count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Heather, happy birthday to you. Oh my, thank you so much. Thank you. What a way to turn 35. Yeah, we almost died. What a 35, 35 and still 35. alive. Um... So, oh, look what we have Aww, here. Oh, that's so nice. It's not gluten-free. So you guys can have it. So don't it. eat it. <laughs> it's just for the candle and the wish. Oh, what is this raspberry sauce? They've brought me a cheesecake. I always think if you're listening in like five years, hopefully if you're still listening, you're like, what are they talking about? I was brought a cheesecake with raspberry frosting. That spells out... Icing. You'll die in seven days. No, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> uh, it says, happy birthday, and it's very beautiful. Thank you. I'll make a wish. Wish. <sighs> Hooray. <Yay>! Nice. <laughs> for, once, for once, my birthday wish was not rooted in revenge. So I have another birthday present for you, too. Uh-oh. And the original plan was... For everyone to be able to see this, because there's TVs throughout the room, but unfortunately the power, the power went out earlier and it blew the circuit board, so we're going to improvise. Um, I have no idea what's happening, by the way. Open your phone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I need to be, I have it on Hold airplane on. mode. Hold on. Okay uh one second you guys are this is great I should have had this I knew I've I've known for a week I'm gonna do this oh my god it's a birthday surprise I don't love birthday surprises because I'm a controlling person um just like uh people I love the world around me I like to just like really exert control over it and uh, so Paris is coming today I mean he's here I think I don't know um he's here aren't you here Paris there he is. Somebody pointed to him. Oh, he's back I, he's there. somebody back there. Um, but yeah, I was at first he was not gonna tell he was gonna tell me that he wasn't coming. And he said, I don't know, I have work. And I was like, Well, it's my birthday. <laughs> what do you mean you have work? And he was like, later on, goes, I'm sorry, I was gonna try to surprise you, but you were so mad. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Heather McKinney, ruining surprises for herself since 1986. And then his his flight got delayed today, and we uh, <laughs> Uh, secretly, I messaged him. I said, "I'm not in the business of telling people what to do, but you need to get in the car and drive, because <laughs> she's real pissed off." <laughs> and then Leanne was like, "Drive now!" <laughs> so uh, and he wasn't going to tell her. I was like, "You've got to tell her. They messed up our hotel room. Things are going downhill fast. <laughs> Which we got it worked out. It's an awesome hotel. We got a. I got like the baller uh, we hang a, zone. We always ask for we a got velvet hotel. couch. <laughs> I was gonna say, everybody's like, okay, we have your own suite so you can have privacy. And we're like, we need a door so we can talk to each other immediately. And they're we like, no one ever, they're like, we, nobody wants adjoining rooms and they always leave the door shut. And we're like, we propped them open with like garbage cans. Like, <laughs> we can't even have the door shut between us. Gotta so. have, we're constant access. Okay, you got okay. your phone open? I do. What am I supposed to click? Okay, I need you to turn your volume up. Okay. I'm up. Okay. If my phone rings, you're going to hit Dolly Parton 9 to 5 real loud. (laughs) Nobody call her right now. Okay, so hold your phone up to the mic so everyone can at least hear this. Okay. I just sent you a text. Okay, got your text. Okay, Okay. Tap to load video. Okay, play video. Okay. All right. Turning it up. I'm turning it up and holding it up. Okay. Playing. Click okay. It's a pumpkin. Don't don't narrate. Just let it (gasps) Push it. Is it playing? What is happening? Hang on. God damn it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'll do it from my, I have it right here. Hold on. You guys you're are doing really it? getting, imagine well, if you're the friend that came with another friend that was like, this is funny. You'll love it. And it's like, like 30 minutes was just like, like do you I know I... what computers, can someone come help me with my computer? Um, so that's fair that you're like, I want to leave now. You can go. We I can just show point. you from my phone. You got it? I think so. Okay it's gonna look be at worth that it. computers <laughs> macbook it's really gonna be worth it you guys okay i'm gonna hold it here turn it up turn it's it up so loud okay now play it
5: a bump in the night your heart fills with dread probably a murderer who wants you dead it could be a ghost a demon or worst perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse it's hopeless you're doomed you call a priest if you could You'd probably just rather listen to him. sinisterhood.
4: Oh my God! I you.
5: Yo, I'm so
6: excited to connect with y'all, Heather. I heard it's your birthday. Very exciting. Very happy birthday, uh, Christy. You're amazing. You too.
4: It's my birthday.
6: Podcast in the world, um, I listen to every episode. On my drive from los angeles to vancouver i actually drove with samantha sloyan and plays bev keen in midnight mass what we listened to you guys the whole way and my absolute favorite episode ever is the one where you ate the double doubles and pooped your pants and threw them out the window and desecrated uh you know <laughs> their favorite albertson uh, i'm a super fan y'all uh thank you for having me a part of anything and i can't wait to listen to everything you guys do and I hope our paths cross someday because y'all two are amazing and um, I could sit here and talk about you forever. I'm your biggest fan.
1: Uh, uh, have a great show. Hope y'all have fun. Thanks. Do you
4: know who Everyone's that Everyone's like, is? who the fuck is that? I don't know listen, who's talking. Listen. listen, I was having a moment. That is Zach Guilford from Friday Night Lies and Midnight Mass. <laughs> And for like half of the video, he was holding up a pumpkin. It was very cute. <laughs> but he tweeted us. It was a big deal. And it was that Guilford gave us a video. I'm going to watch it. What did like, you say in the, a minute ago in the green room? You go, I hope that Guilford tweets us again after last night's show. Because we talked about him a lot. He, he, he Scream if you've ever seen Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Saracen, yeah. Leave if you haven't. I'm kidding. Um, and if you guys have watched Midnight Mass on Netflix. <laughs> so good. It's so scary. I don't like to watch I'm scary only on things. I'm three. Don't spoil it. Okay, well, what happens? No, I'm kidding. Um, that is amazing. Thank you so much. You're Thank you. Everyone's great for Christy because she's the best friend ever. <laughs> oh. That is so nice. Thank well, you. thank you so much. So, how hot did he look in that video? Dude, he is fine. So um, I'm glad you guys didn't see it. It's my own private little thing I'm going to watch uh, <laughs> over and over. No, I'll put it on. It was our, really worth it. We'll, uh, I'll we'll on, post it. I'll put it on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Man, oh, Zach Guilford. Yeah, it just came out. If you don't know, he's a famous actor. He's a brilliant actor and just a genuinely really nice guy. And he just randomly tweeted us out of nowhere and was like, hilarious show. Love it. And I just responded like, oh, my God. Thanks, Zach Guilford. And then he retweeted and was like, Mr. Hood retweeted me, it's the best day of my life. And I was like, Zach Guilford retweeted me, it's the best day of my life. And I was like, we're going to do this for years. I just like it. Uh, Uh, Zach Guilford not only knows who I am, but loves that I shit my pants. So (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) I just got very distracted because I have never seen a water bottle. We got a flip top top water. Y'all do it wild down here in Houston. (laughs) Pasadena, Texas, flip top water bottles. Okay, then. (laughs) All right. Well, now for all the people who are like, get to the fucking story. Welcome. Welcome. And uh, yeah, well, uh, thank you guys so much for coming. We're so excited to be here. Um, Heather really wants everything to stay the same, like we do normal episodes. So even though I'm assuming you know who we are, we have to introduce ourselves. Otherwise, I get weird. I, I got a talking to, and it's now in all caps in our outline that we have to introduce ourselves so we don't forget. So I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And uh, let's get into it. Houston, Texas, is home to a thriving restaurant and cultural scene, world-class medical centers, a booming economy, and is at the forefront of space travel. And while the city is proud of its exceptional dining and its many incredible musicians, including Beyonce, its skies have been plagued for decades by soaring monsters, Though some cryptid hunters associate Texas with Bigfoot, the Lone Star State is also home to scores of flying beasts whose whimsical names often hide their terrifying nature. I've grown up in Texas my whole life and I had never heard of the Houston Batman and then that was like the tiny peak tip of the iceberg of a huge iceberg of just bizarre um, big icebergs. For yeah. decades. I had no, I'd scream if you've ever seen a giant thing in this guy that you couldn't identify. There we go. Some people are honest. Um, <laughs> or not looking at their phones all the time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but I mean, this, once I started digging through the archives, the yeah. newspaper archives, you really realize that throughout the 70s, this was hot topic yeah. in the streets of South Texas. You can not walk outside without possibly getting uh, just clawed up and taken to a giant nest somewhere. They're going to scoop you and try to sit on you. That's, to me, the scariest part isn't getting clawed up and flown. It's when they drop you in that big nest at the top of some giant mountain, and then they leave for a while, and you're just there. Well, and I imagine at some point they'd want to come back and sit on you, which might be kind of cozy. I don't know. Yeah. It's or like some, they come back and tear you limb from limb. <laughs> One of the two I things. I like to think they're benevolent, benevolent birds. Do you like birds? Um, I don't love pigeons. Mm. I feel like they're filthy. I was uh, a victim of a, a flyby thievery from a seagull, stole a weenie out of my hot dog on uh, Navy Pier, and I haven't really recovered from that. Mm. But I was attacked by a geese as a child. Damn, they get you, man. See? You, that geese are assholes <laughs> they are uh, vicious they're so if it's a giant goose very pretty but they will kill you you're donezo my my papa had to put me on top of a picnic table so they didn't peck my eyes <laughs> out really? it was like a whole yeah get her we're, pick her up where i was like three years old oh my god they could have taken me one of their own i'm being raised by the geese you just like geese I, girl that's what they would have called me I, I was, me was gonna school. make a, a goose so <laughs> I'm Heather. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sinister. Right? Yeah, in this universe, we still do the podcast. Oh, yeah, I've oh, yeah. just been raised by geese. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most famous of these run-ins dates back to the mid-20th century. Are you? Is it I the lid? The it's lid. hard to drink. I love it. I'm going to take mine off. No, I'll spill No, it. then I'll spill it all, all over, the over my laptop. It's going to be over with. The boarding house located at 118 East 3rd Street was home to a handful of tenants in the heat of the summer of 1953. Average temperatures that month hovered in the mid-90s. Even at night, the temperatures were high for that time of year. With no air conditioning, the residents of the house found themselves unable to sleep. Hilda and Lloyd Walker, a married couple who had only lived in Houston for three short months, we're out on the porch, looking to beat the heat, alongside their landlady's daughter, 14-year-old Judy Myers. I feel like you relate to these folks because you can't live without air conditioning. Well, I learned in Estes Park, I can, yeah. because I nearly Jack Nicholson myself because I had not prepared for that kind of weather, and it was freezing. <laughs> yeah, we were there like the a, same nor'easter a nor'easter blew in. Nor'east, Did you say an oyster? A nor'easter. A oyster blew in. Isn't a nor'easter a thing? I think in the Northeast. We're in the Rocky Mountains. A A Roy-Easter blew in. (laughs) Back to the stage, was trying to read the instructions on this nail thing. She was like, you peel it off, and then you're supposed to put it on your nail. And I go, why are you being so hick? She's like, this is how I always talk. I'm doing an affectation for everyone else. I was like, I thought it was the other way around. (laughs) No. Uh -uh. (laughs) <laughs> she's He'll constantly in character. Yeah, it. pretty much. It's funny when people review the show and they're like, hey, there sounded extra country today. I'm like, I didn't drink coffee before the show, so <laughs> you're getting the real me. Can't hide it. Late that night on June 19th, 1953, around 2.30 a.m., the three residents who had gathered outside were in for a fright. The yard was dark, too dark, and it seemed wrapped in a heavy shadow. Hilda told the paper... All of a sudden, the shadow settled in a tree. We all looked up and saw Batman. He was balancing himself on a tree limb, but there was a dim gray light all around him. Maybe the biggest question I have about this is that these two adults are hanging out with a (laughs) 14-year-old on their porch. Which seems like <laughs> not a good idea. Well, I think, you know, you probably should tell the her to go to bed. for a different time. Yeah, and if, or if you're like, we, we just live here. Your mom's not home. Whatever. Do whatever you want. We're not your parents. Well, and then I'll say, <laughs> how was your night with, the, with Hilda and Lloyd? We saw Batman. He's a goddamn Batman. <laughs> <laughs> when describing the incidents to authorities, Hilda said the Batman, who had crouched in the oak tree, was about six and a half feet tall and was wearing a black cape Skin tight dark pants, quarter length boots, and look like a white man. <laughs> Even more strange, she told reporters I could see him plainly, and I could see he had big wings folded at his shoulders. None of us are surprised he was white, right? <laughs> I mean that's that's a given. If someone's out interloping in the streets like trusting a, climbing like a in the tree bat, over there. Hanging out in a tree, yeah. Acting a fool. <laughs> The witnesses didn't move as they waited for the Batman to make his next move. Without warning, Hilda told the paper, a mysterious white flame and smoke shot from behind him, and with a burning object like a flying paintbrush, he scooted across the horizon. (laughs) Then the Batman was gone, but he changed my life forever. (laughs)
2: I Sounds told Lloyd, very the,
4: poetic. The our marriage scene. was over. Yeah, no more Lloyd. No, she belongs to the Batman now. Or she's like, Lloyd, I know you like to wear your Levi's and your uh, Cavendish boots, but <laughs> could you get you some skin tight dark pants, <laughs> knee high boots? He's like, I know where this is going. She's like, you know nothing of the sort, Lloyd. Mm. She's like, you want to save this marriage or not? <laughs> okay. Fourteen year old still sitting there. Can I go? <laughs> she's like, no. This is weird. You're a witness to this whole thing. <laughs> Hilda, Lloyd, and Judy weren't the only ones to see something strange. Judy's mom, Vivian Myers, who acted as landlady for the property, arrived home just in time to see the flying paintbrush (laughs) shoot across the sky. One of her tenants, an unidentified 71-year-old man, told reporters that he also saw the weird, shadowy figure lurking in the tree. But instead of staying out and staring at it... I just went back inside and went to bed... Fuck Mad yeah. respect. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Fuck what yeah. are you going to do? What is anybody going to do? You're not going to approach him, like, right? What's up yeah. there? He's like, nothing good. <laughs> no. It's like your parents are always like, nothing good happens after midnight. Nothing, nothing good Nothing comes good comes happens if you're going chasing after a Batman when you're 71. That's right. 2.30 in the morning. Also, sleep. a lot of great things happen after midnight. So, <laughs> parents were liars. <laughs> Bunch of freaking narcs telling us to go to bed early. <laughs> Having just moved to Houston three months earlier, Hilda and Lloyd were... So upset, we're thinking about leaving Houston and going back to Brian. What a threat. What a threat. When 14-year-old Judy was interviewed by another newspaper, she told the reporter... I saw it and nobody can say I didn't. And I'm not talking about the Batman. Oh! (laughs) That's why Vivian should have been there. That's right. After contacting the authorities, police assured the scared witnesses they were... Investigating the incidents. Though the officers admitted they were... Not equipped to handle such phenomena. But you know what? Taking it on anyway. Like, why don't we all just just attack life with a gusto of being like, well, I don't know how to do this, but fuck it. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure. You don't we'll think when you're, when you're training at the academy, they teach you what to do <laughs> if like, a cryptid flies into somebody's yard? If you come on a robbery in progress, it's how you react. It's a situation If there's a fight outside of a bar. If you see a damn Batman in a tree, <laughs> what you want to do is you want to get one of those utility belts. We give everybody in the <laughs> department one fire, fire with fire. I think you tase them, right? Uh, I mean, I'm not saying go out and tase somebody in a tree. <laughs> But like if he, if People are calling I also So many people Called about this And my question is It's not a crime To be a giant bird In defense of Batman Like what He didn't do shit to you What it was are a public you street He used to it was, do It's a public tree In a public street He's not in your house Like what's the problem That's true I mean you're like 911 what's your emergency It's a goddamn Batman in my tree <laughs> And if it was Dallas, because Dallas 911 operators are like aggressively like, why, why are you calling me? And I'm like, that's fair. I don't know. Uh, somebody got shot across the street from me. They're like, did they die? I'm like, they got him and ran away. And they're like, then they're fine. So why are you on the phone? But yeah, I would imagine the same thing. There's a Batman. Well, what did he do to anybody? Did he show his, did he pull his wiener out or something? It's like, not yet. I don't know. Well, will call me back when he does. Because <laughs> I, I, I will come there. I want to see a, bat I see I'll be a out Batman I want to see there. Batman wiener. We're not going to arrest him. We just want to look. We just want to see what he's got going on down there. would love to look. If he's... Man, we've <laughs> talked about this before. Which half is which? When you, got a, when, you got a, when you got a human-animal hybrid, where does it stop and where does it begin? Does, is it like an ombre effect where it just slowly fades into it? Or is it a clear delineation where like...
6: Head, to, head
4: to navel, he's human, but navel to toes bat he's like hey baby i'm bat from the waist down <laughs> which do you do you want human no, no. head bat pee pee or human pee pee bat head oh god <laughs> oh can you i'm it? going h- oh you when you take it to its natural extreme you start to rethink your choice whichever choice you make it doesn't matter which choice it is i'm, you start to rethink I'm it. uncomfortable by both <laughs> but I think I'm more uncomfortable with bat head. I was thinking, I was like, I would go with man Peepee because that's what I know. <laughs> but uh, then you've got to, well, I guess you don't have to look him in the face. That's right. I don't know how bats do it. You're probably going to be hanging upside down. <laughs> Definitely bat body man pee <laughs> So if I got to look at it, though, I don't want to be sta- I don't. Bats kind of freak me out. I want to be staring in the face of a bat. You can't brown bag Batman. He wouldn't like that. <laughs> He'd be offended. He'd be mad. (laughs) He's like, I could get any girl from these tree branches, (laughs) and I chose not any girl. You haven't met me. Yeah. (laughs) When you said, "Do you think it dot dot dot?" before you started talking about if what half is what, I was like, "Do you think it's shaped like a -a batarang?" But that is batarang like like a Batman boomerang, (laughs) like a nor'easter, but a boomerang Batman ring. (laughs) So like the Batman signal? Yeah, but he at people. His, his dick? Well, he could. They don't write that into the comic it's not books. Detachable. They don't write that into the movies either. This is why people have fan fiction. You true. can write your own area. bat dick. I don't think it detaches ba- from them. Uh, uh, no, it shouldn't. We don't know. We don't know what a Batman's body is about. Yet. We'll it's find his it. body. He can do with it. what he, Who are we to say I mean, what judging. he can and can't do with not it, judging. you know? I'm going to keep my laws off Batman's body. <laughs> Yes. Well, throughout the 1960s, the only other sightings of Batman in South Texas were on people's television screens. ABC began airing the series starring Adam West and Burt Ward beginning in 1966. But then in the 70s, those living in the southern part of the Lone Star State would soon spot a different kind of flying creature, threatening them from above. In the final months of 1975, Folks in South Texas began seeing something strange in their yards, trees, and skies. It began with reports of an enormous creature stalking the city of San Benito. Police Chief Ted Cortez told the Tyler Morning Telegraph that a man rushed into the police station one evening, terrified. The concerned resident wanted to report a giant man-bird hybrid, which had initially perched on top of the local tavern. The witness said he then saw the creature perched atop the local courthouse, The man insisted what he saw was real, telling police, I'm not drunk, I'm sober, but I saw it. (laughs) It was Harvey Birdman, that's why he was on the courthouse. But I imagine, if I think the birdman followed him from the tavern, past the courthouse, and then he ran into the police station. Well, I mean, if a birdman was following you... You gotta go. Where do you run? Uh, Ooh, uh, what attacks a bird, like a... Bobcat, giant bobcat, something? So you gotta find a giant bobcat now. <laughs> where do you find that? <laughs> a giant mountain. All right, we're on the way to a giant it's mountain. It's like in, what is it, Mario 3, where world number four is everything so much bigger? That was a really, a real narrow reference. Um, <laughs> Mario 3, Super Mario Yeah, Brothers? Super Mario Brothers 3. I think it's level four, the world everything is giant. You guys remember that? That's Tommy fine. and Ella just beat uh, Luigi's, Luigi's Ma- Mansion 3. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Um. No, here's what happened So for weeks uh, They were playing this game mm-hmm. King Boo is the ultimate boss that she, if, Has anyone played this game? I'm sorry Okay, one person Again <laughs> Thank you This is an oyster coming in King Goo Boo Okay Like a ghost It's a sense. haunted mansion, Heather I thought you said King Goo <laughs> Well, there is <laughs> Luigi can split And there is Gooigi <laughs> Who is Luigi made out of goo. So you're not... Anyways, I think all men can do that. For weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. He was green, too. Oh, no. Yeah. go to the doctor if that happens. For weeks, Ella, all she could talk about was King Boo. Daddy's going to beat King Boo. We're almost going to beat King Boo. Sometimes they would play without me if I was working, but other times we'd play as a family. And then, one morning, oh, no. I was sleeping in. And Tommy came in, and he woke me up, and he said, Hey, I just want to wake you up. By the way, we just beat King Boo. And I legit got so upset that (laughs) they didn't include me that now they're playing it over from the start. So we can beat King Boo as a family
5: together.
4: <laughs> and I'm playing Unraveled, which Ella likes to watch me play. I'm just talking about video games it, now. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Everybody's like, get back to uh-huh. the story. We don't care about this. <laughs> Unraveled, I'll tell you about later because nobody okay, cares. You know my faces. I It's a great game. <laughs> okay, so has anyone played Unraveled? Okay, there we go. Thank you. I don't know that our Venn diagram is that much of gamers and... People that listen to the show, I but there's we some. have a lot of gamers. There's some. There's a, there's a swath. It's like Final Fantasy World of Warcraft. Animal Crossing. Okay. Okay. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> After taking his statement, the police got two more reports from some of San Benito's younger residents. A pair of kids came forward to confirm that they had also seen the monster stalking the city's skies. Police Chief Cortez related the kids' experience... They said it had kind of a bald head like a monkey. (laughs) Though Chief Cortez tried brushing off the reports, he said they painted a terrible picture. It's just rumors to me, but they said it looked like a half-human, half-bird. I didn't know which half, though, so I asked (laughs) him to draw a picture. (laughs) The pictures were disgusting, but I keep them in my desk drawer. (laughs) Look at them from time to time. (laughs) Monkey head... We don't know which half is bird, human. Something. But now you've got a monkey head. Also, monkeys have hair on them the last time I checked. I don't know what kind of bald-headed monkey. I don't know. It was a monkey head, but they shaved it clean. (laughs) I don't know who held it down. It had wings. Yeah. I I mean, I imagine it's probably difficult to be law enforcement at this time. Because you're like, what? (laughs) You want to be respectful. You want to take the report. I think you just get them to draw it. It would be hilarious. Just keep them... (laughs) Just weeks later, a pair of police duties from nearby Harlingen saw an enormous creature the size of a full-grown man soaring on wings above their patrol cars. One of the two officers told reporters, the wingspan, I guess, was about like the size of a pretty good car, about 15 feet or so. The color was white. I've done a lot of hunting, but I've never seen anything like it. This thing was really oversized. Rude. Who is he to say what's a normal sized bird and also what normal car is 15 feet long <laughs> that's an 18 a- wheeler right no 15 that, feet is 15 feet so two, eight, two wheels that doesn't mean they're 18 feet does 15 it 15 feet would be two six and a half foot people laying up next to each other head to head how does that help me <laughs> what <laughs> you just banged your mouth on the mic. <laughs> You have to watch this afterwards. So, a normal car is not 15 feet long, is it? I mean, approximately. Really? I don't know. I don't know about space, time, distance. I have a struggle. Man, Envisioning. I don't know. Did, did I tell y'all we almost died on a plane today? <laughs> my, I don't know. My head's all over the place. Well, on January 1st, 1976, teenagers Tracy Lawson and Jackie Davies were playing in Tracy's front yard enjoying the new year's day holiday suddenly they turned to see a scary five foot tall bird leering at us the monster's creature got nearer and the girls saw that it had a gorilla-like face and red eyes frightened by the encounter the two girls ran inside to tell tracy's parents when the adults came out to check all they found were enormous talon tracks surrounding the front yard pressed deep into the soil the family called the news, and even more reports of Big Bird began circulating. Imagine your parents and you're hungover as shit for years time, and it's like just go outside and play, just do whatever, go outside, and they're like a bird was leering at me. <laughs> you're like, God damn it! And then you go out and you're like, what are these giant indentations They in said the they soil? were sunk down into the ground like almost two inches, and they down. tried to recreate it. And they couldn't press their feet down as much. Mm-mm. The guy said he weighed about 250 and he said he, would, he tried to stomp next to it and even him stomping, like all of his weight didn't go down as deep. That's a big ass hmm. Just a week later, Al- Alvaricchio Guajardo was relaxing in his home when he heard a loud crash, like something running into the siding. According to the Tyler Morning Telegraph, Alvaricchio, armed with a knife, went out to check the source of the noise. It was then that he was faced with bird, but not
1: like a bird. It was like something from another planet.
4: Dude, you come out ready to shank him, though. Like, he was like... <laughs> if you're gonna go after a bird, a knife seems like the worst weapon choice. I think so. <laughs> at least a rock. You could huck it from a distance. Anything. I mean, all they gotta do is jump. And you're, like, you're at a disadvantage. I guess he didn't know he was going to fight no, no, a giant I bird at the time. He said it kind of sounded like the bird flew purposefully... Into the siding of his house. He had a, he had a score to settle with. Yeah. It's like, somebody's banging on my siding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stab him. <laughs> that's reasonable. I want, like, if you saw a giant bird that you'd never seen before, mm-hmm. would you immediately think, one, I must call the police, two, this has to be some sort of uh, uh, man hybrid bird creature, or would you just think, oh, that's a bird I've never seen before? if it's the size of a car i'm going with the second one and if especially it's got a man penis <laughs> i mean you go with the facts you have in front he's of got you. on tights how do you know you know <laughs> if they're tight the birds know. have the i don't know, the screwdriver one? my internet search history ducks do ducks do ducks do well i don't know about bats but um after all the vampire boner stuff i googled i got a Take a chill pill with all that. Uh, last, last, last night at the Dallas show, a Patreon in the meet and greet line, she's like, I'm the one who emailed you about the science of how vampire boners work. And we're like, we know exactly who you are. <laughs> it made a lot of sense. Thank you. And we I think like, about it all you. the time. Thank you for that. You still, I, don't, I can sleep at night now. <laughs> Two supply specialists at a nearby Air Force base also claimed to have seen the creature for themselves. The report came weeks after another woman who did more than just see the bird. She didn't F it. Maybe. This woman, who refused to be identified because she F'd this bird, was interviewed by the Austin American statesman after an incident inside her home where she fucked this bird in South Texas on January 16, 1976. Hey, I met him, you know. He was my house guest. He ate like a horse. He really put away those blueberry pancakes. That's what she called her. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I got him in the house. I was like, hey, birdie, you want some blueberry pancakes? And then I undid my robe. (laughs) And that birdie came right inside. (laughs) For real, though. Which it sounds... It's it's, it's going to sound made up, but I'm going (laughs) to... He just batted his big brown eyes at me and fluffed up those steel grey feathers. He was about five feet tall and had a long nose. It reminded me of my husband. He ate like him too. Big bird made himself at home, and when the woman had enough she yeah. called everybody police. everybody laughed and ate like him too. You put yeah. two in all putting it together here. 100 yeah. percent i'll show you the i'll show you the printed newspaper article where she said all this this yeah. is real she said this to reporters she's like and you they haven't lived it. you haven't lived till you kick back and let a bird peck at you <laughs> <laughs> oh so she went bird head man penis <laughs> we don't know it's this. and at the end of the day this could have just been a big real bird and she had an encounter and she was just coming forward with it because she want she's like I had to get this off my mind <laughs> Well she still did something else. <laughs> I called the cops on him. Of course. I didn't like the flirty way he batted his eyes and fluffed his feathers. And then he took off like a bullet. <laughs> and we thought you had a love connection and you turned on him. Yeah. At you the, end. the authorities on You him. can't invite a bird in for blueberry pancakes, and then when he thinks you're, like, in the mood, turn him away and call the cops on him. Or worse, the, the bird's like, time to pay up. And she's like, the cops are on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned that bird into a gigolo.
7: <laughs>
4: but man. if you had bird, body, man, penis, you could get money for that. I'm just saying, why? Oh, don't yeah. get away for free. If you had bird head... Man penis. Any amount. Any mixture. Any mixture of an animal-human. I mean, I'm telling you, respect yourself. Only but it, fans. Use it. Yeah, use it how you're going to... I'm sex positive, so... You can do whatever you want with it. Also in mid-January, Big Bird struck again when Armando Grimaldo, this is a real name, <laughs> stepped outside to enjoy a smoke break. After the sounds of flapping wings above his head... Something began ripping off Armando's clothes and clawing at him. This is the horniest bird. Ah, I'm going to get you. <laughs> it's because he was coming from, what's her name's she house? Did, she didn't give her name because she didn't, <laughs> for good reason. <laughs> he was blue batted. I don't know what, it, what they have. Do they blue have feathers? feathers? Probably, I guess. They mate. Don't all animals that have... Testicles? Do you have to have testicles to I don't make. I think so. I think there's lizards and stuff that don't. Oh, that's You'd, true. They drag on the ground. Uh, Seahorses just do it themselves. They to just themselves <laughs> all out. And they switch it up. <laughs> Were you saying that Tommy didn't want to eat a seahorse? Were we talking about that one time? No. <laughs> I don't think we have ever been in a place where Tommy had the opportunity to eat a seahorse. <laughs> and if we had, I'm glad he chose not to. <laughs> Seahorses aren't for eating i mean somebody probably somewhere they have like they did look i dream like, that they look like like little they look like little horses if you can hold it down you can eat any animal they've got like <laughs> well i mean that's true but like some amongst us ate a if, if you had a seahorse on a plate staring up at you would you eat it head and all with its little curly cute tail you would eat one she ate a chupa not a chupacabra <laughs> a coffee bar <laughs> Not a real a animal. animal listen I didn't eat a whole one you well, made like a monster it wasn't like on a spit roast and I just like dug in until it was gone you don't have to eat a whole one to be a monster okay I was misled you would eat a seahorse wouldn't you you'd eat a seahorse I'd take a bite well, Dude, they're like no. this big. That's all it is. It's like a, a well, moose bouche. It's not a full entree. <laughs> it's a tiny little thingy. <laughs> if you're listening and we had a discussion about eating seahorse, email me. Because I feel like I'm losing it. I swear you were like, maybe I did during that. And you are like... We had the choice to eat horse meat. Unless you and Tommy had this. So I have something to talk about. Tommy, with after the show? I don't know about this. Oh, no. Uh, Email me. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, Armando told reporters, I felt something grab me. Something with big claws. I've never been so scared in my whole life. The run-in required him to be transported to the hospital, according to the essay Current. So many South Texas residents began reporting incidents of being attacked by enormous birds, some with monkey-like faces. That Johnny Carson made jokes about it on The Tonight Show. Wow, Johnny Carson, it's not something to laugh about when a bird rips your clothes off (laughs) while you're just trying to have a puff outside and enjoying the (laughs) night sky. Oh, man. But what a way to be put on the map, for your town to be put on the map. (laughs) Because you got a bunch of monkey birds that are trying to (laughs) take people. I believe the joke that he made was that it was uh, Howard Hughes. Mm. Mm. There's a lot better jokes he could have made. I mean, he never asked me what I Yeah. I mean, we're not here to criticize Johnny Johnny Carson. Carson. Never. Is he still alive? No, he was like a thousand years old in the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) He like, okay. They may have froze his head somewhere, but the rest of him is gonzo. He's next to Walt somewhere. Throughout 1976 and 77, South Texas was abuzz with talks of the Big Bird, and not the one from Sesame Street. The Corpus Christi Caller Times reported that, In the bars, men swap Big Bird tales in between bets on the Super Bowl. Younger residents were on the hunt as well, with the paper reporting, In the schools, kids tell Big Bird jokes. Most of them are unprintable. School teacher Maricela G. Suarez confirmed. That's all I hear about at school. Everybody has a story about it. I think it's true. I guess it's some rare species of animals. Maybe someone brought some rare eggs here and they were hatched. I wouldn't go out at night without my husband. (laughs) (laughs) This quote's like... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is the movie where the tarantula comes over in the crate of banana- arachnophobia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how we get those spiders here? Yeah. Maybe somebody was shipping some chicken eggs and somehow this batman egg got mixed in In with it and it got it's like when people bought alligators as pets and flushed them on toilet and now your sewers are (laughs) riddled with alligators was that true well it was true that in florida some very wealthy people thought it would be cool to own a nile crocodile which are the size of cars they said they're about the size of a ford focus when they get fully grown and you just you're like i got a big house and then there's a ford focus eating your sofa and you're like. (laughs) It lived inside? They were like, though, in the Everglades. I don't know. Where are you going to keep it? Out in the backyard, it'll run away. And that's what it did. It started eating up all the pelicans in the Everglades. You're not supposed to mess with nature like that, or you get (laughs) the Batman. (laughs) well, I have a pig, so who am I to judge? (laughs) (laughs) She's damn near eating our sofa several times. Although some found the bird's sudden appearance shocking, diner waitress Mary Gonzalez told the Times, I saw a bird like that about five years ago. It was standing out in my backyard. I didn't ever mention anything about it to anybody, though. People would have thought I was a drunk or something, you know. Had one too many. I wasn't ever scared of the bird, though, and I wouldn't be now, either. I mean, it'll just fly away. Maybe. Or it'll fly down towards you. <laughs> More, meanwhile, Armando Grimaldo's like, listen, man,
3: you don't, <laughs> know. don't just
4: fly away, I'm here to tell you. You don't know what it's like. Well, then again, other residents tempted fate and expressed disbelief at the existence of the creature. Manford Trent of San Benito told the Times, I take that sort of stuff with a grain of salt. Now, if one of these nights it lights on my head and starts flopping around, then I'll believe it. What does that mean? I had to ask your husband. I was like, hey, Tommy, I have a word that I I heard you ask that in the hotel room. (laughs) Is that what this is about? I was like, I was reading over this, and I typed this word, and I don't know what it means. He's like, what word is it? And I was like, lights. He's like, could you use it in a sentence? (laughs) (laughs) And then I read it to him, and he was like, oh, like... And I imagine this is how your life is every day with him. Very gentle, very kind, and just said it as if, like, everybody knows what that word is. He was like, you know, it's when a bird just lightly and then flies away. Like, lightly puts its talons on you, I guess, and, like, just flies away. Oh. I was like, oh, it's a, it's a verb of a thing that a bird does. I learned a word today, and it was lights. You gotta give a lot more context. Here's, Here's something I'll tell you um, that is my life, but about 90% of the time, he's making it up. <laughs> so, but he does it with authority, So you think it's true, but you don't really know if it's true? And Because he has a problem. Like, if I ask a question, he wants to know the answer to it. So he'll just, like, start talking until something comes out that sounds right. And then later, then he'll be like, I don't know what I'm talking about. That really, that's not what lights mean. So sorry. It could mean that. But also, I love you, babe. (laughs) It sounds like it means that. That makes sense. Like, it would just... And I'm sorry, I ruined it for you. You're never gonna trust him again. Well, it's hard. Tommy, if the, for those of you who don't know, Tommy was my improv teacher at Dallas Comedy House. And uh, so I've put a lot of authority into what he said, and oh. now it's been pulled over my eyes. <laughs> well, then again,
7: what? Oh,
4: we stopped sorry. in the middle. We don't normally stop in the middle, but that was a funny bit. So I'm What's glad that? we did. Said so normally we don't stop in the yeah, morning, but we did. All this would be edited out <laughs> normally, but you guys see the fuck ups happen live. <laughs> Isn't that fun? You're raw dog and sinister yes. tonight. I got all, see, this is what happens when I talk shit about my husband. Karma was like, now you're gonna fuck up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, joke's on me. Tommy controls the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Other skeptics attributed the species to birds from one of those preserves on Padre Island. Reporters interviewed a shopper at JCPenney <laughs> named Emma Weber, who agreed that it could have been just another bird before she second guessed herself. But then why would it attack that man? I don't understand that. It may be like the cattle mutilations, we'll just never find out. And it was like, as Emma browsed the linens at JCPenney, she told us. And I was like, did you just run in I was like, anybody want to talk about the bird? <laughs> yeah. She was like, I have a question. <laughs> What is the thread count? Also, I have some opinions on this bird. Do you think they set up the shot where they're like, we got, we're going to interview, we're doing it at pennies. <laughs> well, this, the whole article that this came from was just how many people all over town were talking about the birds. And I like to imagine that it, they were like, all staff meeting, all hands on deck. We need you out in the field. and We need you to find bird people.
2: <laughs> and they, they just found, wandered in
4: where the could. The first strip mall they found. They found Manford Trent. And Emma Weber. Yep, there you go. And Jack Grimm, an oil tycoon from Abilene, known by the nickname
1: Cadillac Jack.
4: He soon offered $5,000 to anyone who could capture the creature. Called a... Bizarre hunter. By the Austin American statesman and... A magnificent dreamer with an equally magnificent bank account. By the four-star telegram, Grimm was no stranger to trying to solve a mystery. According to the Statesman, Grimm has looked high and low for ungodly creatures and divine relics, tracking Bigfoot, plumbing the depths for the Loch Ness Monster, and even embarking on a hunt for Noah's Ark. <laughs> this guy's insufferable, dude. Imagine dinner with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing I, as I was like researching his life, which I got, uh, this is like two paragraphs of an hour and a half long thing, but I was like, I need to know more about Jack Grimm. <laughs> Catalog Jack, Cadillac Jack. Jack. He, uh, I mean, had a shit-ass load of money and just would get obsessed with different topics and then blow a ton of dough, like, a couple million bucks at a time, adjusted for inflation, so a lot of money at a time. I mean, two million bucks now is a lot, but he, and then he would just get, like, he would be like, well, we didn't find Bigfoot, now we're going to find Nessie, and then they wouldn't find Nessie, and he'd be like, I'm going to get that bird, and they'd eat the bird. We've learned that millionaires can be very eccentric. Yeah. Do you think that who they knew? Well, that they start that way or the money makes them goofy. Ooh, which came first? The bat or the egg? <laughs> yeah. Cuz uh Skinwalker Ranch, yes. the guy that owns it now and and the one before it just like was like, I want to find out what's going on. Well, all right, I'm done with that. Let's move on to building rocket oh, yeah. ships. Just Elon Musk. Yeah. Who knows what's going on. <laughs> I just were they they shot off the rockets the tesla rockets was it in austin or was it here brownsville, brownsville. okay somewhere not where i live so <laughs> down Is they shot them off down William shatner was on no it was a different one but way back when they initially did the thing uh, a friend of ours i love you todd <laughs> he messaged our group chat and was like you guys i don't want to be weird but i saw a ufo tonight <laughs> <laughs> and it was a rocket? And then later on it turned out it was... Did he weird. really think it was a UFO? Well, he was like, I'm sure there's a reasonable expectation, but here's a photo just in case. Oh, he got a photo. But see, nowadays you go on Twitter and you immediately are like, oh, that's Elon Musk's rocket. Or that's what they tell us that it is. Mm-hmm. But oh. back then you didn't have social no. media. No, no, I mean, you just well, had the local news. It's any, you could find anywhere, just walking around any kind of department <laughs> store. <and> looking <laughs> to interview you. Oh, Cadillac Jack. In the case of the big bird, the strange businessman wasn't ready to fork over the dough for just any specimen. He told the Brownsville Herald that in order to be eligible to collect the reward, the bird captured... Must have a wingspan in excess of 15 feet, the size of a car. I don't know, maybe. Uh, (laughs) And it must be a species not heretofore identified, or must be a species thought to be extinct as certified by the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. Though his bounty failed to turn anything up. Grim was undaunted. He took his next mission under the sea, where he searched for the lost city of Atlantis and made an initial hunt for the, for the Titanic in the 1980s. That gamble paid off, as Cadillac Jack ended up recovering 1,700 artifacts from the ill-fated ship during his 1987 mission. Still, the Big Bird of Texas was never found... He didn't ever write. The, he wrote a check for five thousand dollars, but it never had a name put in the uh, the two line. Nobody could come through. And I like that he set up the trap of you have to have a government agency certify that this is a dinosaur, and then I'll give you five thousand dollars. <laughs> I like to think he still has that check in like a glass case in his office because one day he's going to write something in that two line. His ancestors will. He is now dead. Oh, I'm... RIP Cadillac I. Judge. I'm so sorry. He's gone on you to think, that. think, is it insensitive to ask if he was buried in a Cadillac? <laughs> I think... Uh, I was... guess so by that moment. <laughs> that somebody <laughs> just gave... I we think... didn't know him. It's fine. <laughs> I think he was... Maybe uh, they buried him in the Titanic submarine. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Send me back to my boat. If you could... If your ashes could be spread or your body could be buried, any kind of like... Wonder of the world, where would you go? Well, before you said wonder of the world. Okay, wherever you want. I would want trusted colleagues and associates and people I love to divvy my body up into tiny pouches and then find people throughout my life who has wronged me and walk (laughs) up to them and go, that's from Heather. (laughs) And walk away. And they're like, but what did I, what did I, and then they'll just be left wondering. Forever. Pick a few strangers too. Just just that's a man You're in their brains forever. They're like, what could I possibly have done to warrant her ashes being blown in my face? Now I'm inside you, bitch. <laughs> that's real good. it's better than anything the, I thought you'd say. That's what the big bird said to that lady, and she called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all up inside those blueberry pancakes. <laughs> While sightings of the Big Birds and Batman appeared to die down, something else was brewing in the Texas skies. In May of 1981, the Marshall News Messenger reported that a woman named Hilda Walker, the same name as the woman who spotted the Batman in Houston all those years before, again saw something unusual in the early morning hours. If multiple times in your life there's a man with a tape recorder who's like, and tell us what the anomaly was that you saw, you're living life right. (laughs) you're leaning in you're like you know i mean could she just be telling a tale or is she being targeted or listen there's two kinds of people in the world there's the kind of people that when shit gets weird you stand out in your yard with your hands on your hips and you're like golly and then there's the type of people that are like i'm going to bed and those people don't get interviewed twice no just once proud to say i'm the first kind i'm a hilda you're a Hilda. I'm a 71 year old man. <laughs> Actually, I'm probably a Hilda. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you would stare into the abyss. Yeah, stare back. <laughs> Hilda happened to be awake and looking out her window when she saw the strange light around 5:30 a.m. on May 7th. I thought at first we were having a thunderstorm, but it was the wrong color for lightning. Did you see yellow? What color's lightning? <laughs> White. White lightning. Well, I thought that was like the name of somebody's cool Camaro. Cadillac Jack's Cadillac. <laughs> White Lightning. Hey, I don't know how long cars are, so who am I to judge? <laughs> no, a Cadillac is longer than 15 feet. Really? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't drive a Cadillac. No. At some point in the next 24 hours, I'm going to get a tape measure and measure our Tiguan and see <laughs> just how long it is. She described the phenomenon as a big red glow over Crips camp a Caddo Lake camping site that's been around since the 1940s. She told the paper, I wondered if perhaps there had been an explosion at the camp. But because there had been no noises, she thought it could be something else. That's when, all of a sudden, things got worse. My air conditioner began making a chugging sound like it was having trouble operating. It is an eerie, eerie feeling when something like that happens to you. (laughs) This is why I'm a Hilda. That's right. Because... B- Batman, be damned, <laughs> if my air starts going out, call I the, will call the police Call the that. paper. <laughs> I'll call, call the, the paper. I'll call anybody that listens. I'm calling Channel 5. I'm going, I'm going viral. She's like, the aliens are attacking us. They're taking away our AC. <laughs> Despite the appearance of the enormous red glow in the sky, the Harrison County Sheriff's Department received no other reports. Oddly, none of Hilda's neighbors had seen it either. Was this the Batman coming back to visit his old friend 34 years later, throwing up a signal only Hilda could see? She probably thought it was. She's oh, like, yeah. you came back for me. I left Lloyd and Brian, and I've come back for you. <laughs> She's got making those blueberry pancakes. That's right. That's Somebody how you didn't them. tell her. Lower them in. The old side of the Batman incident was long gone after the construction of I-10 saw the old house raised to make room for the highway in 1957. Over 30 years later, just 30 miles south of the initial incident, a man named Frank Shaw had an encounter of his own. Frank was working for NASA as an archivist at the Johnson Space Center. As he walked to his car after a shift one night, he was terrified to look up and see something perched on the edge of the building. Frank froze as he stared up at the all-black humanoid figure draped in a cape. When he studied the creature, he realized it looked exactly like a gargoyle. He's like, there's a goddamn gargoyle up there. (laughs) Is this true? Okay, here we go. Tommy told me this. Is this true that a gargoyle simply means the stone structure of that thing? Like, a gargoyle isn't a real thing. It's just the stone structure. See, my life? Now we all get it, right? This is like (laughs) gaslighting. No. (laughs) I think he's on Reddit a lot. So... She's I think dense. it's true. It's, I, I, people ask me all the time, was he joking? I'm like, we've been together 12 years. I don't know. Half the time, I don't know. He- Heather's going to Google it. I just typed in her gargoyle's reel, and that was... <laughs> what answer did you Say get? Yes. Uh, Say yes. What, what Say, what does the word gargoyle refer to? Oh, God, she's gone down. What's the story? is, a, is coming out of a gargoyle's mouth in bubble letters. That one looks upset. Oh, interesting. A gargoyle is used as a water spout, but a stone figure that's on a building just for decoration is called a grotesque. That's what it was. The garg- he was saying the gargoyle is only a gargoyle if water comes out. Because of the it gargling? Because right. it gargles oh, the water? Oh, maybe. No, probably not. You don't think? <laughs> you See? You're catching on that's to right. his-, his grip. That's how <laughs> you... See? Y'all are the same. <laughs> Y'all are the same. Paris and I are the same. That's why we all get along so well. (laughs) Under the creature's cape, Frank could make out two bat-like wings. After studying the monster's body, Frank then noticed that the gargoyle was staring right back at him. The man stood frozen before the horrific monster, who Frank later said seemed to relish in causing such extreme fear. After staring at him for a moment, Frank saw the beast spread its wings and fly off into the night. The sounds of his wings taking flight woke Frank from his daze and sent him running to his car and speeding home. That night when Frank returned home late from work to his wife and their daughter, Desiree, the women were startled by Frank's demeanor and listened as he told of the frightening encounter. Although she believed him, his wife thought it best that Frank not tell anyone at work about the incident. Because he works at NASA, <laughs> in case we all forgot. He takes off his top secret security clearance badge and is like, Babe, I gotta tell you about the g- day I had. She was like, Oh, hey, is it Todd again? And he's like, P said that you saw a UFO, and you're like,
1: It's a goddamn gargoyle.
4: <laughs> Walked outside, I saw a gargoyle. Well, Frank didn't listen. After thinking on it for a few weeks, he decided to bring up the encounter with his boss. Ever supportive, the NASA supervisor told Frank not to worry, that in fact other employees had seen the gargoyle creature. There's a rat, this place is lousy with gargoyles. <laughs> I'm glad you came forward. Worse yet, two German shepherd dogs working on base succumbed to injuries they sustained from attacks inflicted on them by the gargoyles. Was chewing on the dogs, we gotta <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> the supervisor added Frank's account to the file that had already been created. There was a gargoyle file at NASA. This is why we don't have a space program anymore. <laughs> we're
7: like, we do deserve it.
4: All the resources, were diverted diverting it to Project G. <laughs> you know, like, like, G-forces, but like, gravity, are we studying? He's like, gargoyles. <laughs> we got to find out they're all over the place. This is why Elon Musk had to step in. <laughs> Somebody's right. like... We need to get back to space exploration. They're like, no, we gotta focus on the gargles. Well, they're building all these rocket ships, and then the they're gonna get access to the files, and then you're gonna hear Tesla, Elon Musk, SpaceX is like, we changed it to, uh, we have something else in store. (laughs) I was like, are those just all binoculars? They're gargoyle hunting glasses. (laughs) (laughs) I want every man, woman, and child to be equipped to hunt the gargles. Gargles? The gargles? The gargles. (laughs) Though Frank thought that would be the end of things, he was sorely disappointed when he was approached at his desk one day by two agents. According to his daughter, Desiree, NASA security people were flown in from Arizona, that much I know. Well, they sat Frank down and interrogated him about his encounter. At the end, the two men, dressed in black suits, advised Frank that it would be best for everyone, himself and his family included... (laughs) threat God! (laughs) if he never mentioned his run-in with the gargoyle ever again. Frank then asked his wife and daughter to keep quiet about the incident and not bring it up further. After Frank's death, Desiree came forward and told author Nick Redfern about the incident in 2006. As of 2021, neither the agency nor the Johnson Space Center has confirmed or denied the existence of the NASA gargoyle. What are they hiding from us on top of those buildings? (laughs) (laughs) Man... If your dad says, hey, don't ever talk about this, and then the first thing you do when he dies is talk about it? I don't know that it was the first thing. Well, even if it was the second. She was burdened with the great pressure of having the world endangered, frankly. She thinks she's saving people. She is. She is saving people. What if the gargoyle was saving us (laughs) this whole time? The gargoyle. The real friendship was the gargoyles we found along the way. (laughs) Um, But that's, I mean, this is a really, to me, this is... It's like such a sad tale for this gentleman who has this very real run-in that he goes home and he oh, tells his wife... You flip it. A bit. Flip the water bottle. Um, <laughs> he goes home, tells his wife and kids. Yeah, your wife and kid like oh, this gargoyle. And they said his demeanor was really upsetting. And then you confide in your boss, and you're so positive and so happy that your boss is like, you know what? I'm glad you told me. And then one day, two guys like mafia style come to your desk, and they're like, oh, don't want to hear about the gargoyle again. It's good for you. <laughs> it's good for the family. You know what I mean? <laughs> keep the zip. Keep the the lid zipped. Flipped. <laughs> reversed. <laughs> And flip it in reverse. I like it. that. Now we've gone to where NASA employs the mafia, stereotypical mobsters, to come <laughs> do their dirty work for them. Absolutely, you, it's government contractors. Hmm. Acclaimed cryptozoologist and Texas-based author Ken Gerhard. And this guy, leather oh, cowboy wow. hat, we got. We're about to get into it with this guy. He wrote about the 1953 Houston Batman incident in his book. Encounters with flying humanoids, Mothman, manbirds, gargoyles, and other winged beasts. (laughs) He wrote that after the original 1953 Batman, there was a sequel event of sorts decades later. There are always a sequel. It may not be a coincidence that the witnesses to this second incident were employees of the now-defunct Bel Air Theater, a movie theater in the Houston area. The witnesses told Gerhard that they saw... Like a Goliath of a man... Crouching on a building near the theater. He was wearing some kind of helmet and attempting to hide. Could it have been the former caped crusader who was seen on 3rd Street all those years ago, back once again to check on his beloved city? Or could it have been just a pervert hiding in the bushes (laughs) with a helmet and a cape? He's like, I wear the helmet in case I fall (laughs) and wear the cape for privacy. (laughs) I wear a cape so you can't see what I'm doing like, down well, here. I saw him up there and his cape was flapping in the wind. And you're like, it was not mm. flat; It wasn't the wind. It was not- nope. For once, it wasn't the wind. <laughs> <laughs> but something was flapping. Over the past half century, residents of Houston and South Texas have encountered Batman, Big Bird, and a NASA Gargoyle. But what could really be inhabiting our wide Texas skies? One answer may lie in the Seminole Canyon State Park and historic site. This location is home to cave paintings and pictographs dated to over 4,000 years ago. The impressive and enduring artwork may shed some light on what the Houstonians saw in 1953, as well as the sightings throughout the 70s and 80s. By hiking down into the state park, you can see for yourself enormous cave paintings, some nearly 30 feet tall, that according to Texas Monthly depict a mountain lion with laser beam eyes, <laughs> ghost like creatures, and a winged anthropomorph sprouting antlers from his head. Antlers notwithstanding, could some ancient mystical creature be terrorizing the South Texas skies? Or someone's having fucking rock and roll taste making those cave paintings. <laughs> They're like, oh, did you, it's like a deer, and it's like, it's a fucking laser beam deer. <laughs> They had drugs then. That's true. Any anyway, a lot of it grew it grew everywhere. It's true. It was a free for all. hmm. <laughs> it, uh, it was loose. Bordering big patrol and all of that. <laughs> but I like that Texas Monthly, a very esteemed publication, had to write that a mountain lion with laser beam eyes I may was pa- found. I may paraphrase that a little bit. Oh, well, they said it was a mountain lion with red light. Streaks coming from its eyes. That's laser, That's beam, laser beam eyes. That's yeah. laser beam eyes. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry Texas Mudley, you're welcome for me cleaning up that language <laughs> for you and making it clearer. <laughs> if you need an editor, let us know. According to CryptoZoo News, author Mark A. Hall may have an alternative answer. Hall was best known in the cryptozoology field for his studies of giant owls and other unexplained flying animals. Other unexplained giant owls are explained. Well, not like owls the size of a human. Owls are, you know, yay big. They can be bigger. Owls are weird, man. How much bigger? (laughs) The size of a car. Five, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Fifteen feet, the size of a car. We all know that. Theorizing that extremely large owls with over 10-foot wingspans could account for many of the West Virginia sightings linked to Mothman Hall instead coined a moniker for the cryptid he believed to be responsible. Big Hoot. (laughs) So good. That's so good. Oh, he was so proud of himself. You can feel the pride jump off the page when you read that. (laughs) That's good. If Uh, you asked me, what would you call it? I couldn't come up with a better name. It's also a a great nickname for a busty friend in your life. In my life? No, in any of our lives. Oh, I thought you. The or, royal, your, Like, yeah, one. In one like... Hoot. One can find a big titted friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have one. <laughs> best friend. <laughs> big titted best friend. BT oh, man. I can't wait to start be calling Big Hoot. Big Hoot. God, you God already got We're going to get so many DMs calling me Big Hoot now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to make a shirt and give it to me in a show where it's like, I'm Big Hoot. And then it's going to say, I'm with Big Hoot. Oh! It's just an arrow. Pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> Cryptozoologist Ken Gerhard thinks he has the answer dinosaurs. He took Big Bird, modern sightings, and flying monsters, makes the case that what Texans are seeing in the skies belonged to the genius Pteranodon. The fossils of these creatures date back to about 90 million to 100 million years ago during the late Cretaceous period. The description of what Texans have seen could fit the flying dino, as the train it on had a wingspan of 23 feet or more and sported a toothless jaw like that of a pelican. These are the main stars of Dinosaur Train, <laughs> When <which laughs> if you train. have a kid, you've probably seen. I have a lot of questions about it. How'd they get the materials? How do they want a train is? How do they time travel? Who taught them that? They I lived like so long ago. Your third question is, how do the dinosaurs time travel? The first <laughs> question is, like, but where the train come from? <laughs> well, they would have had to time travel to know what a train is and then travel to another dimension to get the materials for the train, build that train, and then somehow found a portal to go between the different periods in the Jurassic era. When you first told me, you said something about the song from Dinosaur Train. I don't remember, or it kind of slaps. Yeah, it's great. But you, you just kind of offhandedly was like, there's a show, Dinosaur Train, and I just started looking it up. It's a Jim Henson show, right? Yes. It's just, it was, uh, I've only very recently done uh, substances, drug substances. Marijuana chews. It's called marijuana chews. That's what chews. Heather calls edibles. I've only ever <laughs> recently done that, and I was like, this is what I, all, reading this Wikipedia entry is what I imagine doing drugs would be like. It's a wild show. What <laughs> it really is. They don't eat each other. None of the, di- they're all friends. Lies. And say this is what kids learn And then one day you should be like Actually the T-Rex and the Pteranodon Weren't best friends They would eat their
3: face they off would,
4: absolutely But the T-Rex somehow found itself in that nest Probably could see This is what happens You get take them to a giant nest All of a sudden you're with a new family They take you in as one of your own You get a cartoon made about you Damn Yeah Think about that Heather Fuck <laughs> We have to talk about Ken Gerhard for a second. First of all, uh, there's a 1,000% chance he's going to listen to this. Yeah, he may be here for all we (laughs) we know. He's like, someone said Batman. (laughs) Um, Please describe what he looks like. Oh, uh, just your average attendee at a Nickelback concert. (laughs) Just every person for ever sure. Been there. He for sure loves I I Nickelback mean, and Creed. Goatee, Thousand Yard Stare, Leather Cowboy, How with a Skull in the Middle. Um, his book starts out, "I hunt monsters." That was the first line. I was reading on the plane today. I before I nearly threw up in my lap. I busted out laughing <laughs> because it just starts off, "I hunt monsters." It's self published. This book is. Uh, there's a lot of typos and he thinks irregardless is a real word that was the roughest part I wasn't, that was the hardest for me to swallow it wasn't that maybe dinosaurs are still around it, it was just, that he started a sentence with irregardless of what your beliefs are I was like well can't believe anything you say <laughs> you just close the book and we're like here you go I was like okay thanks but <laughs> mad respect to somebody who dedicates their life to this so many books he has his wife involved He's, he's hunted monsters. It started at age 15 when he went to Scotland and hunted Nessie. I didn't, I didn't want to make you worried, but I don't know if you read the biography portion where he I said, did. as a child, his parents introduced him to cryptids and talked to him a lot about cryptids. <laughs> and he said it in another interview, in a live video interview. He's like, yeah, as a kid, we talked about cryptids all the time. And I just became really interested. And anyway, I've dedicated my life to it. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Mm, I didn't want to tell you that, but I had to. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Just as long... Listen, if Ella... It likes cryptids I think that's awesome She's extremely smart It's super cool If she comes home one day With a leather cowboy hat Have an intervention That's when the, That's when it's gone too far She's fine right now yeah, It's a healthy no. curiosity But if she's like Got a vest with tassels on it Maybe And is like You're like in the other room and It's like This is how You just <laughs> knock on the door And be like Not in our house I'm fine with everything except the the last part, the outfit and the music. Okay, <laughs> I mean like you change into something respectable and you put on some Beatles, or uh, you're kicked something. out. You can go place some Beyonce from... in this house. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. The, I got to figure out how to. <laughs> she's a, she's being the Loch Ness Monster for Halloween. Thank it's you. So cute. It's um, so cute. Tommy and I are not. Artistic. Well, he's, he's very artistic. He wanted to p- make a whole paper mache thing, but we didn't get around to it. I don't like crafts, so and I'm not good at it. I just like you just wholesale. Mad. I don't I don't do crafts. So. Don't. <laughs> they made me angry and I curse a lot, so it's not good to do it with a kid. So Tommy ordered the Loch Ness costume from Amazon. Is it a dinosaur? Yes. So we were like, how can we make this look more Loch Nessie? And Heather's like, oh, you could get like a sandwich board and like put straps on it and like it could be like cut out of waves so she looks like she's in water. And then Tommy's like, I'm gonna order her an inner tube. <laughs> so that's how we're gonna let people know. You could get her like a little um, Scottish, it's like a tam, like a Scottish hat. Well, it has
1: a whole head. Oh, okay.
4: Well, sew it on. Well, you don't like crafts. I'll sew it on. <laughs> okay. You? Oh, would you? I would. Okay. Yeah. Tommy knows how to sew. I'm telling you. I don't. He. he Tommy and I are gonna have a sewing circle he, together, <laughs> and we're like, what else can we trick people into thinking is real? <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> He's been trying to get into the book club at our daughter's school for months, but is it exclusive? <laughs> So Very exclusive. exclusive, Yeah, no, it, we're always busy. Well, well, they... I won't get into we're it. Our, we're our own book club. <laughs> That's yeah. how this all got started. Mm-hmm. Well, similar to other pterosaurs, Pteranodon was a strong flyer. Its body was the size of a modern-day turkey, which can reach up to three feet tall. Some locals believe this theory as well. Oscar Thomas told the Corpus Christi Times caller. It's possible it could be one of those dinosaur-like birds. You know, National Geographic had a whole show about a fish everybody thought was extinct. Then they found it again a few years ago. It's probably just like that. Like the Megalodon? Fuck. <laughs> For all of you who don't know, if you respect and like the ch- Discovery Channel, I just want to warn you right now <laughs> that sometimes they're going to put something on the Discovery Channel, and I want you to just don't take it wholesale as it's true. Because sometimes they're going to say, megalodons are real. They aren't extinct. You find them off the coast of South Africa. And you go to your job where you're a professional with a license. And you tell people at your job that that's a real thing that you really believe because you saw it on the Discovery Channel, which you thought you could trust. And then it turns out everyone laughs in your face. By this time, you've also convinced your boss, who's a CEO of the company, that megalodons are real, and the two of you are arguing with your coworkers. You know what? Remember, it was on your birthday. Yes, that this happened. it was on my fucking birthday. <laughs> oh my gosh, today's the anniversary of this story. Yes, and so then my boss was like, "I'm going to need." So my coworkers, who were like, "That was made up," he was like, "Give me five reliable sources to say it was made up." Easy. Two seconds. Well, first of all, the first one was People Magazine. And it was like, Ugh, the Discovery Channel pulled one over on folks with its Megalodon series. And my boss was like, People Magazine will print anything. <laughs> he was like, give me another one. And then it was like, Time Magazine, the New York okay, Times. Okay, we're going up a little bit. Um, but uh, like, it was until that day I genuinely believed it. And then I went to... It a little, is a real thing. Yes, yes, just yes. It just didn't come back. Yes, it was... It's just truly has been dead for a really long time, like millions of years. Or has it? Then they tried to pull the same shit with mermaids, and you're, you know what? You're going to get a lot of <laughs> horny people jumping in the ocean Who, coming up very to... disappointed. Somebody said mermaids were real? The, the Discovery Channel made another thing that Wait, was say mermaids so were so the Discovery Channel and the History Channel are both just Wilding trash out. now? There's nothing real on it. The History Channel is all about cryptids, alien hunters, UFOs, monsters in the rivers... There was oh. still another day. It was a lady that had like a thousand haunted dolls, and I was like, This is a history channel. <laughs> and this is happening now. God, this is what's wrong with today's news.
1: This
4: why we're all idiots. You can't trust, trust it. it. Acclaimed channel, the Discovery Channel, the History Channel. You can't trust anything. This is why we watch Bravo all the time. All the time. That's the only <laughs> thing you can trust. I know that is real. It's reality. <laughs> Andy Cohen does not lie to us, neither does anybody on the Real Housewives We see all their tea get spilled. Uh-huh because they're all going to jail. Yeah. I was like, I know what's on there is real because I read the court filings. <laughs> and it's all documented. We see what's going on inside their houses. I'm legitimately mad at the Discovery Channel right now. It was mm. deep inside me. That's one of the places, when I die, put them in a Folgers coffee can and go... No, so ask the, to Discovery see that CEO. Channel headquarters. Oh, shit. <laughs> right in their mouths. I'll find the headquarters I'll find where, where that is freaking let down you give me a list thank you I'm I know going. you keep one I already have one so longer by the day there's better be a lot of me <laughs> you know actually it's when you it's not that much really I don't want to not to get dark s- but like when get get you get it other, it's not that much I don't care what kind just grab some other meat and shove it in there with it <laughs> You, you know? want a bunch? Okay. Whatever it is. I'll get a copy bar and shove it in with you. <laughs> then you'll be just and as a bad chupicabra. as me. <laughs> <Chupicabra>. <laughs> and a seahorse. i will be a tiny little one. That's for a small grievance. <laughs> a little sprinkle. Just sprinkle it on somebody's like yeah. eggs. It's for the person that when I got out of the airplane seat and they were in the seat behind me, they walked in front of me, and I was like, that's not how this goes. That same person was like of Southwest and she was like, I was B sixty and I just walked right to the front of the B line and I went number one. And I was like, that was a whole sentence, B line number one. There's a lot there. But I was like, this is anarchy. There there's numbers. There's, we have rules it for takes reasons. two seconds to go are you 23 I'm 24 and if someone goes no I'm actually 25 I go okay I'm in front of you we make friends We, j- I, la- I made a lady laugh she said I'm this one and I said oh we're bus buddies and she got a little chuckle we had a nice experience when you we cheat, met a whole crew when you run of fun to the front, women on a birthday trip run to the fucking front of the line and it's not your number I'm heated tonight I'm sorry <laughs> When no, we decided on the way here, it's American Airlines from now on. Yeah, we got, I got to have an assigned seat. You got to have assigned seatings. It's chaos. We need rules. Does Nobody we... can be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when everybody, that plane was so hot, that immediately gets everybody's just angst It's up. true. You start getting pissed off. <laughs> Somebody wanted to move our bag. Liam was like, uh, we do not want that bag moved. Thank you. <laughs> and also, fun fact, wasn't even our bag. <laughs> It was a nice, there was a group of girls celebrating a birthday, and the birthday girl was next to me, and I was like, happy birthday, we connected, and she had put her smaller bag, and this couple came on very late, you don't care about this, I'm going to tell you anyway, they came on so late, they looked like they raided, they, they broke into an Ann Taylor loft and stole everything on the shelves, just <laughs> neckerchiefs, scarves, cardigans, it was all over the place, and uh, she's like, honey, just grab the pink one and move it down, and Leah goes, if it's the pink one, and she said what Christy said, and then the lady was just like, crestfallen- and the young woman next to us was like, thank you. Because she was going to just let it happen to her on her birthday. And we're like, not today. Not, not today. <laughs> not for the birthday, bitch. Which yeah, is what her all shirt had said. On, they all had on t-shirts. There was like 10 of them in this group. They all had on t-shirts that identified their personalities. It was amazing. I we love made, it. Uh, she had the birthday, bitch. I decided. I read all of them. I want, There was the thick friend, which at first I was like, that's who I want to be. But then I found the lit friend, and I was like, that's who I want to be. Right. And then there was the petty cousin. I was like, ooh, that's so good, too. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, The whole crew. They said they were doing karaoke tonight. I'm going to try to find them. Oh. <laughs> and then you're like, remember me? And they're like, we have to leave this bar. <laughs> It's the woman from the plane. No, she'd be like, You were the girl who saved my bag. That's really right. Anne, not, not you, me. but she's like, yeah. You sat there and you're gonna let it happen. I <laughs> it was. That man pressed his whole body just into my eye and my orifices, and I didn't want it. He had a shirt on, but it was fucking sick. <laughs> yeah wild wow. times yeah. and then we did I tell you we almost died on a plane today <laughs> this all happened before we took can off can I just, I, don't, I don't know that this is why she keeps saying that but when all this got booked out and we were playing and stuff she's like Houston's not that far we could just drive and I was like I'm not driving all those hours and then we it was were like, driving back <laughs> we decided today we are driving back it was like you know what happens if we drive there's a Bucky's. weekend, we can there's stuff we can stop along the way I was like you can control what's going on. You Number can one, stop when you want. There's, I'd probably rather we get kicked in the tooth than say what I'm about to say. Just one? Yeah. How do you do that? Real you got point- a tiny Look, t- foot. You got a seahorse. You just flick that seahorse right on. Those like, you know those real pointy boots, the gentleman? Oh, yes. But I would rather get kicked than say what I'm about to say, but I was wrong and you were right. <laughs> Is it my birthday? Oh my gosh, thank you. Like, almost never hear me say that ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have it recorded, so I can play it back all the time. It's going to be my ringtone. <laughs> it's you saying, you are wrong. I was wrong, you were right. Well, could it be possible that Big Bird, Batman, and the Gargoyle were all just remnants of a long-forgotten era, having hidden in the uninhabited parts of South Texas for millions of years and only dropping in to visit the major cities once every few years? And fo And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, he's probably got other families. So, you know, it's like you've got to make the rounds, or he's only in this dimension like once every couple years. Mm-hmm. So he hits a, It's like when... You know, you moved away from your ex, but if you were in town, you were like... You up? He's like, hey, Hilda. Yeah. <laughs> blueberry, you got blueberry pancakes is the equivalent of you up for Big Bird. Like, hey, Hilda. Huh? Hey, Hilda. <laughs> Texas A&M ornithologist Keith Arnold may have a different answer. In the wake of the 1970s, Big Bird incidents, Arnold told the Brownsville Herald that the likely culprit, or at least some of these sightings was the jabiru, a breed of large stork that is found in Texas. These types of storks can reach heights of four feet, seven inches tall, with wingspans up to nine feet across. The species, featherless head, could also account for the description of the big bird having a monkey-like face. The one thing the professor could not explain was why the birds had been so incredibly aggressive to the residents it attacked. (laughs) Is that was out of the ordinary for the normally docile creatures. Mm. They're <laughs> horny. It's <laughs> apparently, man, nine feet. That's too long. That's the size of a car. <laughs> <Nine> <laughs> At least <feet> one, minimum. <laughs> At least. Yeah. When I was looking up some of these, like it, uh, they just said, p- what, how are you saying it? Pterodons? Pterodons? The P is silent. Pterodons? <laughs> Except for when Heather goes. Hey. <laughs> um, I, it said it was the size of a large turkey. That was a very stupid joke, and I apologize. <laughs> Pterodon. Pterodon. Pteranodon. Pteranodon. Uh, again, I can't say science words. I said Aragon, and everybody makes fun of me, and I can never, instead of Argon, yeah, okay, scientists, chuckling to yourselves in the audience, feel great about yourselves and your periodic tables. I'm feisty tonight. Um, I got thinking about getting- cheated death today. Yeah, I was like, I got thinking about burning up and getting bloated in people's faces, and now I'm like, jeez. Um <laughs> But when it said that they were about the size of a large turkey, I, I, I didn't know how big turkeys. Got. They can get real big. Three feet is. You, crazy. You've had a leg at the state fair. They're I did. That's I, so what I, The last day of the fair, I had a big ass. I had turkey one leg. at pumpkin nights the other night. God, I love a turkey leg. It was so good. It's so there's something so animalistic. And I was going to town oh, yeah. on one half, and then I was like, I can't eat this whole thing. And my I was with my sister and brother-in-law, and then I said, Do you guys want some? And they took some bites, and then I just took it to the man. Garden. That is true love to share. Uh, the other side. Of th- it, I mean, that's just like. Mess. shredded raw meat yeah. to eat off the same turkey like You gotta love somebody. Oh, yeah. And I went to go and I was like seconds from it touching the can and he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, you, yeah. And then he finished it off and I was like, this is true family. It's But it's huge. And if They're you big. imagine, three feet and then these storks you know, you think these people are loony, right? I see something in the sky. If I saw this thing, I would call someone. You're in. calling the cops. I'll call the news, you're call something, tweet it, the do something. And the cops are like, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> what did it do to you? When I ate the turkey leg, Ella goes, what kind of bone is that from? And I was like, God, because she doesn't eat meat, and I always oh. feel like a monster. And I was like, a turkey. That's the turkey's, and Tommy's like, that's its leg. <laughs> and then <I'm>, ah. <laughs> sometimes, somehow, when you explain it to somebody, you when doesn't you, understand. You, you it's said, bad. You're like, yeah. I realize now what a monster I sound like. Yeah, you feel I judged. have a question. How did storks get to be the baby bird? They're always around when people are. <laughs> is is this why blueberry pancakes? Because like. the stork was this bird, and then it like got roped into like what happens when you have sex maybe like, why was that why is that a thing we tell kids that they're dropped off by birds in a handkerchief that's terrifying <laughs> that's more terrifying than porch being a like, of a family you didn't get to chew you're just <laughs> discarded on somebody's porch <laughs> came by a you. large bird I guess this says <laughs> we don't want to tell them the penis goes in the vagina. Or however the sperm and the egg meet, it doesn't have to be that. Like, we're too embarrassed to say that, so we make up this ridiculous story that a bird brought you into this world. It always did scare me as a kid when I thought about it, because... The whole uh, handkerchief that the baby's in does not look secure. No. There's no straps. There's it's no just velcro. It's a bindle. It's tied in a knot. It's, 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 it's it anything bo- you're going to leave. And a baby's, wi- they wiggle around. I've never had one, but I've seen them. They from do. Far off. They move the arms and legs. They weigh. You got to weigh over 10 pounds. That's a, you tell me. A, I know. God bless. RIP <laughs> my vagina. <laughs> Those things. It was rough. I it feel like when they're 10 rough. pounds, they punch their way out and just take off walking it through did. the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Yeah, both. It did. They're, it's, they're my children. They're not it's. <laughs> both of them. Uh, with both children, and this is not a lie, in full honesty, when it was like almost time, <laughs> both times I said, reach up there and grab it. Because <laughs> I thought that could happen. And it can't. They, no, it's all you. It can't, they can't do that yet. Still had a ways to go. And all of that is less horrifying than thinking that a bird flew you in. <laughs> yeah. From somewhere from, else. Se- from where, too? A giant nest atop a giant mountain somewhere? They're just picking them out willy-nilly? There's willy just a nilly. big bucket of babies that yank there? one up. How'd they get there? See? Nobody explains that. The big vagina in the sky <laughs> shooting them out. Just, just like Boss Baby? They're yes. just coming out to the shoot. They're in a bucket in the stork right for the picking. <laughs> They're like, this one's ready. I, like, I, I legitimately laughed at Boss Baby. Did you really? Yeah, several times. <laughs> it's a cute movie. That little baby in that little suit. Because it's, it's funny, because babies aren't allowed to work in offices. <laughs> they are they not allowed, or they just don't? I don't know. <laughs> They're like, we would hire a baby here. We have a zero tolerance for any kind. We we are fully open here, and then the baby just shits everywhere. <laughs> I can't walk around. You got to carry them everywhere. But they look so cute in their little suits. They're like, that you can end stay. up putting them we on the stay. payroll. Well, no matter what you believe. Bayou City is without a doubt home to creatures who haunt the skies. A bat colony of over 250,000 bats make their home under the Waugh Street Bridge. In an interview with ABC 13 News, bat specialist at the Houston Zoo, Zuzanne Jurek, said these nocturnal hunters fly for miles and they eat. It's all about the food. That was like us today. We flew a lot of miles. And then and we're like, we were like, where can we eat? Hop-dotty. Big-ass hamburger. It was good. Man, those fries with that queso. Dang. I love a good hop-dotty hamburger. I've never been. It was so good. Well, as a bat specialist, the news asked Jurek her thoughts on the 1953 Batman. Uh, If there were a bat as tall as a man, his wingspan would easily have to be 18 feet or more from wingtip to wingtip. It's not something that you would easily mistake. Also, that big old donger hanging through the sky... (laughs) It would block out the sun. <laughs> but if you do see a Batman, give him my number. <laughs> I would love to do some studies with him. That's why we have eclipses. Just flies, right. flies right by. He's and they, erect. And they tell just, you. They're like, don't go stare out at an eclipse, because they don't want you to know the truth. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not gonna tell you to go stare at an eclipse next time, but I will be. <laughs> And I'm not using those little glasses, the little pinholes, which I don't even understand how those <laughs> work in the first place. Did we talk about when the last Yes, we have talked about <laughs> this. Happen? We did not talk about my husband eating a seahorse, but we have talked about... Okay. We don't understand the science between those eclipse glasses. <laughs> well, no, when I was at the hospital on eclipse day... Oh, that's all, right, yeah. All the doctors were rushing through the hospital corridors with x-rays, and I was like, oh, there must be a, like a medical emergency. And then I looked out into the parking lot, and the medical professionals... In Mesquite, Texas, to be fair. <laughs> we're just staring into the sun, holding up the x-ray thing. And then I walked out there and I said, uh, oh, does that work? And the guy goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, also, we're waiting for some test results for a family <laughs> member. <laughs> Did somebody get back in here? <laughs>
7: no. <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> Every South Texan who has seen something perched on the tops of buildings or a shadow lurking in the trees insists that what they saw was real. Whether these run-ins with beasts from above can be attributed to oversized birds of prey, dinosaurs from another era, or something out of space and time. the Next time you're headed outside, keep an eye on the sky. For the Batman Dinger. (laughs) So what do we think? I hesitate to ever believe that a dinosaur is currently living because I was burned all those years ago. But I will well, aren't say, alligators just dinosaurs? That was a stupid <laughs> sentence. I feel like aren't turkeys dinosaurs, though? Uh, isn't everything a dinosaur? Birds are <laughs> dinosaurs. Everything's like a version of a dinosaur. I also... Oh, man. Uh-oh. Heather, you know this. What? We talked about it the other day. Oh, no. I think. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I agree with this theory. So don't laugh. Don't you laugh. This is a serious hypothesis that we're going to test and study someday. If dinosaurs were real, not if they, they were. were, they were okay. <laughs> they were, uh, why couldn't dragons be real? <laughs> I 100%, 100% think dragons for real existed. If you look into the science, which I'm not great at interpreting, but <laughs> <clears throat> I read it, I did my own research from the toilet, as one does. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's some very compelling theories. I mean, they're just a, a pterodactyl. with the, A pterodactyl is a dragon that doesn't breathe fire. Right? True. true. So at some point, maybe the fire evolved out of it. Also true. Like, we, our teeth changed. God, I sound... No, it's great. <laughs> here's what I... This I did not what... have a marijuana chew before this show. Uh, here's what I want to say to back you up. Thank you. Listen paleontologists and everybody that digs in the dirt and finds up the dino bones. Mad respect. However, all that they find ever is the bone part, right? The goo is all gone. The goo bits in the middle. Well, that's why we have oil. What? <laughs> that's, what that's what oil is. I thought it was the bones that gets burned up, is it not? Well, the dinosaurs fell into the dinosaur. Okay. What? What is happening right now? I want to say, shout out to the schools I went to. They're there was a... Like, we are very proud of our alumni, Heather McKinney. They're going to hear this and be like, erase. There's a me a big <laughs> meteor. She didn't go here. Hit the earth, which caused a huge crater. I remember that part. All the dust. That blocked was Blocked out the sun. I remember this from the opening of the television show on ABC, Dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. It blocked out the sun, which killed everything, so they... St- there was, R. everything R. froze, that was the Ice Age, yeah. also killed everything, that, so everything started dying, mm-hmm. and then when the dinosaurs all decomposed, that's why, that's what, uh, that's what oil and stuff is, and fossil fuel, listen, that's why it's called fossil fuel. I got a lot of problems with this theory. I don't think it's a theory, it's real. <laughs> okay, Le- let me level with you. Then what's the deal? <laughs> What's the deal with dinosaurs? Well <laughs> for real though, but if, the, if the, the, that is true, I will concede that. Okay. Um, because I don't have a tan vest with a bunch of pockets on it and a bucket hat <laughs> to argue. <laughs> then when those bucket hat wearers are out in the field, dusting things off and they find the bones, that didn't get burnt up for gas. So what, is it just different? It didn't, nothing got burned. It, no, it, I mean, we take it in this fine city of ours here, Houston, Texas, and stick it in things and you burn it up and you make the, the top part dinosaur, of it becomes a plastic The dinosaur bottle. body, the meat and stuff, melted. It decomposed and like that is what oil is. Am I wrong? I'm right, right? okay. Okay. Yeah, so the, goo- the meat stayed. The bone stayed. The meat went. Yeah. Where it's did like it went, go? Where did it go? It went into the ground, and that's what oil is. It's oil. Oil is liquid in the ground that you dig for. So it all, when the dinosaurs decomposed, it went. In, it became oil. It was gooey, and then it became that. That, and it went into the ground, and that's what oh. fossil fuel is. That's how you drive your nice-ass car. (laughs) And my car's from a vending machine. I'll thank you very much. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Is this really news?
2: I'm not going to... I I shouldn't have judged you like that. Because you
4: know what? I don't know how long cars are, so... Who am I to say who's what's right and what's wrong? I for the whole I drink your milkshake. I get it. There's something down in the ground and it gets sucked up out of this there. This isn't a theory. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. I get it. There's goo. Okay. I've watched the intro to the Beverly Hillbillies. Now you're seeing where I get all my information from, and it is sitcoms. <laughs> so your your knowledge has come from dinosaurs. The no. show, not real ones. No, we don't know each other. In Beverly person. Hillbillies. Yeah. Black gold. Texas tea. Yeah. yeah. So and the Mesquite ISD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the holy trinity they put me of not knowing why we have fuel. When I was in uh, like tenth grade, all my cool friends were in the AP science classes, and due to the good judgment of my educators, they put me in the like don't try too hard science class. <laughs> and I remember like three things from that. One is that energy moves through slinkies. Because we sat, we had a partner and we partnered up across the hall and we shook a slinky and they were like, that's how energy moves. And I was like, oh, I get it now. My coach, Sutherland, I'm going to name him. He's gonna, I don't think he listens to this. Um, he, he was really into um, genealogy. So He brought this family tree that he made that was like five feet tall by five feet wide, and he had traced his lineage back to Lady Godiva. So I learned also that Lady Godiva rode a horse naked (laughs) from him. And third, I didn't learn about evolution because he said, and I quote, they make me have to tell you that this is a chapter, but none of it's real, so close your books. We're going to watch Bill Nye. (laughs) He said evolution isn't real? Correct. He said... But then ah. he turned on Bill Nye the science guy? Yeah, I don't know that he... Com- uh, same. Really, I don't think we comprehended what Bill Nye was talking about. He was just a wacky, fun guy. And then So he- your teacher didn't either, because Bill Nye is science. Yeah, no. And I guarantee the- you believes in evolution. I'm sure he believes in it, but I don't know that the episode. There was this whole slinky bit in the episode, so... <laughs> that was what Coach Southern was familiar with. That's what he's comfortable with. So when you guys are like, wow, I think she's really smart. And then you hear all this, you'll now know the truth. that I'm a fraud all the time. I think, my knowledge is quite limited in certain areas. You know, but if you needed to sue a dinosaur, we know who I'm to come right. to. <laughs> you, when that dinosaur scoops you up and takes you to its nest, you may be entitled to compensation yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. for your injuries. Well, we've all learned something now. Oh, I you know? sure have. I'm and gonna look this up. This, is there a book I can read on this? A lot of them. Yeah, there's, all, there's a ton of books. Probably old libraries dedicated to it. I think the new um, pattern for your birthday is you <laughs> learn something that most people already knew. <laughs> but you learn it for the first time dinosaur related in front of a group of people oh my god they i always already thought, knew. I always thought i'll never be more embarrassed than fighting about a megalodon in an office setting here we are today here so. we are how far you've come you know my god well happy birthday thank you <laughs> oh man <laughs> Well, I think this thing was probably just a big bird. And I don't have anything else to say you, about it. Wait, wait, wait. Do you, but do you think that the lady... fucked the bird? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She made that thing blueberry pancakes and then... She blueberryed the pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> she... Oh, man. Of all the animals... I'm not going to d- play that game. That's not a game I want to play of Feathers what everywhere. animal would I rather fuck. That is not a game I'm going to play. But it's not bird. No. Bird's low on the list. Didn't make the top ten. No. No. there's the top ten? <laughs> Ooh. Can I ask what the first one is? <laughs> Batman. Mm, okay. We already we talk all the time. We have done many fuck Mary kills of cryptids. Oh yeah, all the time. Mine's Bigfoot, fuck. But a mothman, fuck. Yeah. Which which tracks with the Batman. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. like you like a you like a winged man. Ah uh, yeah. I like a broad shoulders and a meaty butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey babe. Yeah. <laughs> man, now Paris knows what to you're <laughs> <Right>. gonna <laughs> That He's wedding this... night, you're like uh, I'm just gonna go in the bathroom and slip into something more comfortable. He's like, "Me too." <laughs> and you just hear Wings. zip, boom. <laughs> <F-fum. laughs> it just comes out. I'm ready. Uh, the the hotel's like, we actually need to charge you a little bit extra for what you did to the room. <laughs> it's covered in feathers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and they're There's not from the pillows. Everywhere. Oh, oh man! What a good time! What, what a, fun a good time! time. Well, fun that time. is the Houston Batman, you Ladies guys. And gentlemen. That's it. Yeah. Well, uh, we're not finished yet, though. So we a do a little special. bit on Patreon. If you're a subscriber, if not, and you and you like this, then you can check out more on Patreon. But we do a little bit called Judge Christie, where. Uh, where we take grievances and then I rule on them because I have a gavel, so that means I'm a judge. Uh, and because I get pulled over with TSA every time I fly, and I carry this with me, every single time they pull it out, they go, you a judge? <laughs> and I want to be like, do you think judges carry these, just loosen their bag to go to court? <laughs> Do you think that that's what, you don't think they're just, just at their courtroom waiting for them? Like you have to bring your own gavel? <laughs> He's like, where's the belt that it goes on? And you're like, there's not a belt. We don't whip it out. No. <laughs> and I'm the one that gets checked because my license is expired. Well, let me, you need to learn about the legal system, TSA. Anyways, that was a rant. <laughs> wait, wait. The next time they're like, "Your license is expired. You can't go through." And then they look through their thing and they're like, "Are you a judge?" You're like, "Yes, I am, and I'm allowed to go through." <laughs> and they have to let you go through. But by the time they get to this, it's, it's already late. at the end. You gotta, you gotta go like this. Open with it. I, I will. I'll take it out of the bag like I have to. My laptop. You're like, put it whoops. in the thing. <laughs> What's this? And then they're like, "She's wielding a weapon. Get her!" <laughs> Uh, Heather, what? Well, my uh, my rulings are final. Yes. My jurisdiction is global. All over. Um, and uh, that includes space and the sea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Heather usually gets us started with a grievance of her own because in a minute we're going to ask you guys uh to to shout out that you have a grievance. You have to shout this out. It's very important for Heather to shout. I have a grievance. And then one of our lovely friends from the Houston Improv will bring the mic to you and you can uh, tell us your grievance and I'll rule on it. So yes. Heather, you're going to get us started here. We, um, we did a little brainstorming, Leanne and I, at the airport today. And I said, I've done a lot of uh, uh, insufferable things in my life. Uh, can you help me run through the list? And she was like, there's so many. Oh. <laughs> but we narrowed it down. So I, I've worked in a lot of offices throughout my life. You know, cubicle, hashtag cubicle life. Um, is that a hashtag it is now baby cubicle life ride the cube cubicle (laughs) life um and so i worked in one office and uh i wasn't wasn't quite a supervisor i guess i was i had some seniority and uh we had a a guy who was a, a little bit i guess again above us it was a bit of a loose corporate structure but you know offices are, you know, it kind of runs on bureaucracy. And, uh, anyhow, I happened to walk. Well, I'm sorry. I was in my cubicle and one of my colleagues came up to me and said, Oh my God, I've just seen something horrible. And I said, okay, well, what is it? And she said, I, uh, she's a little bit religious. Um, you know, older lady and, but she was very conservative and quiet. And she said, I don't want to say it out loud. I can't tell you what I've seen. And I said, okay. And so she went back to her cubicle like elsewhere but I had seen where she came from. Mm. So I peered over the cubicle and looked upon the screen of a coworker that neither she nor I, nor any of the uh, 15 or so people that worked with us liked. Mm. Just because kind of, you know, one of those people that doesn't really do their job very well, but somehow kind of skates by on you know friendships and whatnot. And full view, no sound, was watching, no, I'm sorry, Nene, Playing the game Second Life, mm-hmm. his avatar was enjoying a, an erotic show. <laughs> on It was two schoolgirl strippers on a stage doing what I believe they call in the streets, scissoring. <laughs> These were... Uh, video game characters? Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The second life people were doing this. Okay. Were they? (laughs) (laughs) And I ratted them out to our boss. Okay. Is it, I felt bad because I I don't know if she wanted to report it, but she seemed like she didn't want to get involved. And then when the boss got involved, he said, did anyone else see this? And I said, yes. And then she didn't say that she did. So she hung you out to drive? A little bit. She was like, Well, I don't really know what I saw. I'm not really sure. Even though she came into my office or my like cube area, like over to the side, which wasn't like super far away, but she like made it a point to come and like pass all these other people and to tell me I've seen something horrible. So, wh- I mean, what else would it have been? She saw it, right? She knew that you were going to go say something. I think I was like, I think I was, um, what is it? She had you Yeah. She knew, she knew you'd rat him out. She, she didn't want to do it herself, so she had you do the dirty work. I think I got tricked into it. But you did it. My grievance is, I get it that she should, I mean, we should all not watch people scissoring in our offices, <laughs> and play a video game when you're supposed to be working. Yeah, I So mean, he's on the company computer playing this game? Yes. In full view. Yeah. Like, his screen is turned Yeah, to we're like supposed to be answering phones. And anyone that walks by can see this. Well, it was kind of at an angle. I kind of had to do, like, a swift around the corner, but... Did he try were, to hide it? There oh, was like a, so he knew. He knew he was doing yeah. something wrong. So most people, like, if they were passing, they wouldn't... I mean, you, I mean unless you're nosy. I am pretty nosy, though. I probably would have seen it anyway. I love to leer <laughs> windows, screens. Did he, did, did, he, did he have a, a bone? The way he was sitting indicated to me that possibly beneath the keyboard tray, something was hiding. But I didn't want to look. No. I'd seen enough. Gosh. So what's your, gr- what's My your grievance question? My grievance is, is it shouldn't she have just told and not pimped me out to tell? Um, yeah, I think she should have told, for sure. But I don't think you're wrong for saying something. That's re- wild to be watching animated characters fuck at work. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm a prude, but I don't think... I think any office you go to, the employee handbook, it's maybe not outright says don't watch cartoon characters fuck at work, but if you put some of the other rules together in so many you can words, you figure, it, it, yeah, you figure yeah. it out. Yeah, it's yeah. probably not in like your your daily duties, you know. Log in and man. unless you work at Second Life and you have to make sure that's, the fuck part works, there you go. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, and Second guess, Life is also like what you wish you were. So he's living out his fantasy. So instead of working that cubicle, he wanted to be he in the club. He was like, oh, I don't want to make these sales. I want to be at the strip club. I'm like, not, wow. at, not at 2 p.m. on a did Tuesday. Did he get ta- uh, talking to? Did I, he get fired? Oh, he did not get fired. Did you do it again? I, not that I saw. But mm. I believe like it was kind of like a general announcement to all of us. Because I think I knew and I didn't really tell other people. But it's one of those where like then later in the meetings, like she and I make eye contact. And I'm like... You know, and then it's like I don't know anything, and I'm like, yes, you do. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So then, yeah, it was a. Little Did he awkward. know that you were the one that said something? I mean, I think he figured it out. Oh. When you do the whip around the desk, you're like, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" And they're like, <laughs> "Well, <laughs> if he listens to the show, now we'll know for sure." <laughs> I. Um, but also, I'm, you knew what you were doing. Yeah, and he. And then I wait till you get home to to be that horned up that you can't wait till your shift is over to go home and watch. Your little, what are they called? Avatars. Uh, avatars. Fuck. No, you're, just, you're sitting there in your rollie chair, rubbing your boner on the keyboard tray. <laughs> also, other people sit at that cubicle sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he sullied the keyboard tray. Damn. Uh, final ruling: She should have said something, but also you're not wrong for having said something. Thank you. He's your Honor. the wrong one. Thank you. Thank Bang you. Am I right side up? I am. I think I'm so. Right side up. Okay, so for our grievances, like Chrissy said. Yell I have a grievance. Give us your problem. Cliffs notes like two sentences or less and then we'll ask follow-up questions. So, if you have a grievance, yell out I have a grievance. All right, I heard right it over here. here. Yes, we can clap. We can, we can clap. clap you for ready. the grievance, while the microphone comes, thank you. Ready
7: and then when you hop
4: on the mic tell us your name and pronouns. I
7: can't My stop. name is Haley, she/her.
4: Happy Hello. birthday.
7: Ah huh, thank y'all. Um, <laughs> I am a high school teacher, and Ooh, thank you um, That's nice. And I love my job because I'm molding young minds, but also like, fuck these kids because <laughs> <laughs> At my school, we do grade checks every three weeks, and then after nine weeks, we have the end of the quarter.. Okay. So at the last grade check before the end of the quarter, I put in grades. And so this young man's grade went from a 98 to a 57 because he had so many missing assignments, mm. and I put them into zeros. <sighs> and he had, so their grades were due at 9 a.m. on Tuesday, and this kid has the audacity at uh-uh. 10 o'clock on Tuesday to come to me and say, hey, I submitted those assignments. Can you update my grade? Uh-uh. And I looked at him, and I said, I will put as much effort into updating your grade as you did into getting these assignments done. Deal! Nice! So... I feel really good, good about that, but then I kind of had to remember, like this is a fourteen-year-old child, and so I, <laughs> <laughs> what I would love to know is, as a person with a child and as somebody who interacts with, you know, people, the youth, um, am I an asshole? Like, was that too, like, oh. was it too harsh? Yeah. Or was it not harsh enough? I mean, I didn't
4: man i didn't say
7: what i wanted to say so <laughs> what did you want to say out of my office no. i want to say get the fuck out of here, like, yeah, out of here? You know? did did you uh oh no i waited until like midnight the day before the grade check did you change his grade did you accept it oh yeah i don't after covid i don't have a late policy These, they've been through enough Oh, well, like, see, like, then you're not an asshole. Right, so then like, when this so changed, way, so did okay. you, so, Now I'm feeling better about this.
4: Well, but did you say that to him just so that you kind of struck a little fear into him? Yeah, just Give like. Give him a little the, kick in the ass?
7: The, like, I, as a teacher, I do so much to create a safe, welcoming learning environment for you. The audacity of this. Mm-hmm. And also, it was a young boy, so I have to say, men are trash. Um, the audacity. What? Say what? <laughs> I said men are trash. <laughs> What? What? Men are trash. Men are trash. Men are yes. trash.
4: Oh, it's 14. not a secret,
7: right? Well, but that's what I'm saying. Is this is a young boy? Did I take out
4: but my? But he's on his way to being trash, and you're trying to stop the truck I, while I'm it's 100%. in motion. You're trying to stop, stop it before it gets to the dump.
7: Stop the trash cycle. So you're yeah. saying I should have been meaner to this child? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no.
4: I don't think that's an inappropriate response to a 14-year-old. What are you? Is it sophomore? Is he a sophomore? Freshman? He's a junior. A junior at 14? Is he 14? <laughs> Is I that know. because you just the, pass everybody well, so and they just <laughs> get into whatever
7: grade they want? The, the last time I, t- so we were virtual all of last yeah. year. So the last time I saw these students who are now juniors, they were first semester freshmen. Mm. So I guess he's now 15, 16. He's
4: probably a little bit taller, right? He's oh, 17. okay. The
7: changes were unreal. You can't tell
4: on the video, though. It's always wild when you yeah. meet oh, people later and, and you're like, Whoa.
7: <laughs> I was a YouTube channel for a year. Welcome back to my channel. I don't think that you were an asshole, because
4: especially since you ended up taking the grades, I think kids that do that stuff need a little kick in the ass. Like, why did he wait until an hour after it was due when he knew all this time? I mean, I don't know. I have zero—I have a lot of—for someone that pulled that own shit with my (laughs) own teachers— I don't have a lot of tolerance for it from others. Also, my teachers would not have done that. Well, and I have a lot of friends who are teachers, and I mean, here, I hear the same thing from all of them of that experience of, well, can you just make an exception? And you do want to be very empathetic in a pandemic. My mom used to always say, if I was like, my teacher gave me this grade, can you help me? She'd go, your name's one on the report card. <laughs> And she would, and if I said, well, I don't really want to go to school. She's like, all right, be a dropout. I don't care. You go live <laughs> behind the school then. Smoking cigarettes, eating food out of the dumpster. I'm like, good God. It like took a turn. But it was all <laughs> like, I just wanted to stay home for one day. <laughs> no, I was like, I, didn't, I have diarrhea. I was like, that's welcome <laughs> the rest of your life. Yeah. That is true. So almost started late. Um, but because she, but, but the whole, at the end of that was, oh, she was always trying to teach me personal responsibility. So I think that was actually a really good way to balance personal responsibility of saying, here's the consequence of your actions, but also being kind and being like, you, at the end of the day, you did do it. And I always think about when you're in school, how they're like, this is supposed to prepare you for the real world. And they, especially in law school, God, their arms must be tired from jerking themselves off saying that all the time. <laughs> all this, time like, in the real world, you can't. I'm like, there was never one time in my life that a client asked me a question that I was like, I will close my laptop and I will think of it from memory. That's malpractice. You they take your license away for that. You're not supposed to do that. So in that sense, like, that's like draconian and being too harsh. I think that is almost, it makes you ill-prepared for something. So I think what you've done is balance it a little salty, a little sweet at the same time, and it helps medicine go down, you know? Mm-hmm. I always try to give, I I give will the say I would need. Some, I mean, I get the pandemic, and that maybe is the, the caveat, but I think there's a lesson to be learned by not accepting those grades, too. Because next time, he's like, well, I know I can just turn them in an hour after they were due, and they're going to take it, so there wasn't a big consequence for my actions my, my, also, my oh, but, other
7: excuse for having no late penalty is like I don't want to keep track of when they turn the work math in hard, so yeah. it's like just get it in like, I mean, you know it. I'm
4: not a teacher and that's because I, don't, I am not yeah. equipped I would be like get the fuck out of my room I work with some type Go. A people who can't you know what I mean like so but. I respect anybody that has <laughs> that kind of patience no, I think that's a, you know, if that's fair, you run your classroom. I'm not here to tell you how to do that. But I think as far as the interactive part, you're totally right. Like, All right, let him know, this, but maybe figure out 10%. It's like, or 20%, <laughs> it's like calculating a tip, you know? Oh, yeah, or like, I probably wouldn't have given him full credit yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Right. There yeah. you go. Thank there you, you so go. much. You. Rolled upon. Who yeah. yeah. else has a grievance? Oh, I heard this one first. This one and then this one all right we're coming to you raise your hand so our lovely friend can find you i don't think they know you pointed at.
8: thank you hi my name is braxton he him i am a in-class support aide at a junior high thank Uh, you so it is my second week second week still learning uh this morning the teacher i was supporting with 20 minutes left in class just walked out Like permanently? I'm with him for two periods. He just walked out of the class and then came back and said, Sorry, bro. And then second period did the same thing, didn't tell me where he was going. And I was just like, Oh, oh, oh and the kids were looking at me like what are we doing? I'm like, You're having a good time. Yeah. Uh,
4: I'm an adult. You're like you. You don't need him in
8: here. You're all right. It's great. I'm fine. Exactly. Y'all don't stand on the desks. This is yeah. a thing I had to Nobody say out loud. Nobody burns
4: anything down. All of the pants stay on. Right. No, nobody's hitting each other. Everybody's just being cool.
8: Yeah. Don't watch Bill
4: Nye the Science Guy.
8: Absolutely. You'll grow up
4: to be a, a whole adult someday. And we will learn.
8: <laughs> whole adult. Yeah. Absolutely. So my grievance is not with the kids, but the teacher. Yeah. What the hell. <laughs> Like you just left, bro. He didn't like, tell you where he went. Would you think he was now, playing Second Life? Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah.
4: You get a quick game in twenty minutes. I'm I, sure. I have yeah. to. Ima- I have to assume it was bathroom related. No,
8: he came back and said, "Sorry, bro, the copier was messed up." Okay. The well, copier. The copier. Are you supposed
4: to do that in this, advance? But he
8: told me this twice. Okay. Point A. Point two. You told me this twice, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why not say, "Hey, man, I gotta go out." You know what I mean? Yeah. So. My grievance is with him. because He's like, I'm going to take a dump.
4: <laughs> Just say
8: that. Every other, yeah, to your point, every other teacher that I work with throughout the day goes, hey, I'm going to you know, go out for a second. I'll come right back. This the guy, guy smoke a cigarette. It's crazy. God, these freaking kids. So, which I wish I could do. Anyway, point being, my grievance, like, do you feel like my anger or frustration against the guy who I have to work with on a daily basis yeah. is valid?
4: So you're angry because he left for 20 minutes and didn't tell you where he was going or just because he left for 20 minutes?
8: A little bit of both. Okay. I feel like didn't know where he was going. If I would have been able to be set up for success, like, hey, I'm leaving, make sure they do X, Y, and Z.
4: So you wanted some direction while right. he was gone. Right, I had
8: direction, and I just had to figure it out, like, hey, y'all, make sure your shit's done.
4: Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. like, sir, you've been here two weeks, you can't <laughs> say shit to us. We know that. Oh, yeah. They yeah. were testing
8: at me, so I was just trying to match the limits. Yeah, I
4: mean, yeah, I'd be irritated. What, what grade is it again, middle school?
8: Junior high, yeah. So.
4: <gasps> That's the worst grade. I took motorcycle classes with a guy that was a junior high teacher, and he was like, the things they say to me <laughs> cut you to the core, man. Dude, mm. If you want to, like, just have some self-reflecting yeah, moments, difficult. go find a group of teenagers and just listen to what they have oh, to say God. about you. If you want to if you wanna know how you look... Just walk up to, like, a 12-year-old and be like, what do you think about this? And, well, he had curly hair. And then hair. just get a box of Kleenex. Dude, he had, like, long curly hair because, of course, he didn't. We were in motorcycle class. And he was like, yeah, I got up to, on the first day, and I said, okay, everybody, take out your books. And this girl goes, hell no, Michael Bolton. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, oh. I wanted to send her to detention, but then I was like, you know who Michael Bolton is? <laughs> Honestly, like old Michael Bolton. That's "That's impressive. That is good. Well, good on you for uh, you know just matching the levels, matching the energy. But I think it's yeah, that's a bad. uh, If you're a team, we got to be a teammate. Mm -hmm. Just communication is the crux of any good team. And you know, tell you might want to just go up to him and be like, "Listen, man, if you got a mad Dookie's in the middle of the day, that's okay with me." (laughs) But he said he was using the copier. But that could be a euphemism.
8: (laughs) Copier or half-life, I don't know yet. But I'm copier here. or what? Or half-life, I don't know. Uh, second life. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah, Second, second I mean, life,
8: sorry, either way.
4: Yeah, either way. I think telling him, like, if you need to leave the room, that's totally cool, but can you let me know, like, what you want me to do while you're gone so you can be set up for success? Because maybe he really was using the copier, and he was like, this should take me two minutes, but then it was broken, and it took 20. I have a question about the description of your job. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't you be making copies for him?
8: Also, point A... And shouldn't
4: he teach the children? I like, mean, I'm not impugning your abilities to handle me, a classroom. You just, like, straight up curse at him. That's awesome. That's how you assert dominance. But, yeah, like, I would imagine, like, absolutely. an aide of a teacher would be the one that's fiddling with believe the Believe me, I'm as
8: confused as you. The guy just walked out. What the
4: out. fuck, dude? <laughs> Bless your heart.
8: I didn't have time to be I like, I think hey. he had
4: diarrhea. He's had to have diarrhea. I mean... That's us as people who constantly have shit-related maladies. The, my my mind is always... Someone's just, like... Oh yeah other people may be like maybe they're in the bathroom partying and I was like I'm never partying in a bathroom Every time it's a tragedy every time somebody came in the green room earlier to ask us something heather was in the bathroom shitting literally every time and I was like at some point they're going to think I'm lying and there's not another person not two here There's not of us I guess there's I just, two I just laptops made it up. What, one person <laughs> like, what is <laughs> happening I'm just gonna jump back and forth Um, yeah that brings up a good point maybe you gotta have a little talk with him of like hey no pun intended what are our duties here like who's supposed to do what <laughs> um, but also I say like that's your time to shine yeah oh, I you're shine, like every day is almost those little fuckers man be like Psh, time to listen today and then that's gonna be then by the time well then he'll probably get credit for or it be the, or be the or be the you cool rat him out like I did go tell the principal
8: I am the cool teacher There you
4: yeah. go so, so I mean like Use that time to like Bond with them Or just Be confident You got this Take ownership of yeah. that classroom And ask him Just point blank Hey I know the copier Wasn't broken Why don't you, why don't you tell me What's really going on That's the teacher move Be like hey buddy You can confide in me yeah. And that's when he's gonna be like Alright I'm fucking and that's when you I'm walk by The gym the coach break room And it's like Out of order on the copier Like fuck I was wrong <laughs> And or he's, he's in there apologize. Breaking the copier So he has an alibi Yeah This guy's full of shit One way or the other So figure it out I think uh, Have a conversation with them, But also Own it in, in, in Own it in the moment Is that a, Own, it in, is that own it in the moment Own it in the moment Own it in the moment Is that an M&M wearer? It is now <laughs> Alright Our second one is right else here. had one Over somewhere Right here yes. There it is mm-hmm. I heard it I heard a previous I have a grievance
5: how you doing tonight?
4: Good, how are you? Super
5: good. Uh, so my name's Carl, and um, I got a big family. My sister uh, lives in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where, you know, apparently they have a, a strain of COVID that's much more arrogant and uh, arrogant? more deadly. <laughs> than, than I have not
4: men- heard someone describe COVID it, it, as it, arrogant it's, yet. It's
5: unbeatable, apparently, and we're but all going to die from it Maybe briefly.
4: We also forgot the other rule, which is no bummers. So uh, just... No, okay, no, good.
5: No, no bummers. Okay. No, so she thinks uh, it's okay. She was going to bring her family down here for Thanksgiving. Mm. But the guy, I got a five- and an eight-year-old, and this vaccine's coming out for the five- and eight-year-old. She's got this big bat mitzvah for her uh, daughter in January. And she goes, well, if your kids aren't get, don't get the new vaccine, you can't come to the, to the bat mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and man. I I have not even approved yet. And she goes, well, if, it, if they don't get it, they can't come. And I go, but well, you're coming here. And she goes, well, I haven't approved the vaccine yet. And I'm like, what the so fuck? Thank you. That's all I needed. You that's can bang the gavel. <laughs> 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 hey,
4: you're right. You're actually, that's actually true. <laughs> what? Well, she, she that, a, a, that, that logic doesn't make no, sense. No, it doesn't. All that's what I'm saying. What the fuck? Is <laughs> no. Good for the goose. Good for the gander. All that kind of stuff, you know? And also you're not a wizard. If the vaccine isn't available, like you can't get the vaccine for your kids. That doesn't even make uh-huh. any sense sounds like she's, do you have a good relationship with your sister? Does she want you to know the Batman, are you like a bad dancer? I mean,
5: <laughs> if you're talking about the Batman, she's probably on like the batshit crazy line there of liberals, so Okay. we're somewhere in there. So you know,
4: is the grievance, should you, do you have a reason to be upset about this? The
5: grievance should be, am I petty if I go, if my kids aren't allowed to go to that bat mitzvah, you're not allowed to come for Thanksgiving.
4: Oh, blow it up, man. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Find a hill and you die on it, and then they'll burn your body and blow it into the faces of your enemies, and then they'll know. Then they'll know.
5: Y'all are the best.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Bottom ruling, be petty always. I was going to give a different answer, but it's Heather's birthday, so we're going to rule the petty way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who else has a grievance? Heather goes petty. I go, let me think about this. No, I'm instant. That's my first, first idea, best idea. Just burn the bridge. <laughs> burn that bridge and then blow, it in some, blow the ashes in somebody's face. Uh, I think there's a hand back there in the white, white we shirt. We cannot see. Barely. I see a white shirt. I'm just staring in the general direction hey. of a voice. Am I? Okay.
9: My name is Kimberly. I actually talked to you earlier on uh, Instagram. Oh, hey, what's Kimberly? up? Kimberly? Yeah. Yeah, nice. uh, whatever. That's me. Uh, she, her. <clears throat> so, here's my grievance. I was a paralegal for seven years. Stopped doing that. Family law, yuck. Yikes. Uh, yeah. And I know you're an attorney, so you understand.
4: Never a hey. family law attorney because I love myself and I don't want to cry. <laughs> I don't want to cry myself to sleep every night.
9: Exactly. God Ex- bless him
4: though. You got, somebody's got to do it. Exactly, and it's not going to be me.
9: So, I stopped and then was gone for a while. Attorney called me. Hey, I need you to come back. I need It's a trap. Help. I know, and I did it for six months out of the goodness of my heart, and I don't have a lot of goodness in there, to be honest.
4: Sometimes we think we're following our hearts, and it's, we're just not thinking.
9: <laughs> so then she called me again, and I was like, well, you know, play money. That could be fun. Sure, why not? I'm a housewife. You know, okay. I can do what I want. Your,
4: So what did they do to you?
9: <clears throat> so I, 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 was, I worked for her for three months, hired her new person, trained her, new girl. girlfriend in her uh, noticed three days ago she's only been there three weeks.
4: Okay. What they do to her.
9: <laughs> oh, well, she's bipolar. Oh, no, hide. no, no. Like, <laughs> took a turn.
4: Took a turn. So what's she, the she's, grievance?
9: She's called me and said, do you want to come back? I know no. you have nothing to do. That, she said you have nothing to do? Right. And I should really improve myself. That's and... rude. All these
4: things are <gasps> judgmental. Yeah. So my,
9: my, my grievance is, am I the asshole for not wanting to go back and help the
4: psychotic No, woman? this person, first of all, <laughs> don't do that to yourself. <laughs> How but do I tell this crazy woman no? <laughs> I, I uh, have heard bits and pieces of this. Um, so Here, let me TLDR. Used to work there, came back briefly, trained a person, they quit, wanted them to come back, and instead of saying, please come back, we love you, negged her and said, we well, ain't enough shit else to do, so might as well come back. I mean, if you don't like the job, no, don't go back. Don't go to any job you don't like, in my opinion. She has this way of saying,
9: well, I know you have nothing else to do, well, and that's, I really She's, need your she's help. gaslighting and nagging you. Nagging you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm supposed to tell her tomorrow, hell no. So I'm trying to figure out what why, to say. Why do you hell feel no.
4: beholden to her to say I yes her? I don't, but
9: she's so annoying that she'll call me for help all the damn Block time. Block her number. There's a
4: button on the phone that'll fix all your problems. <laughs> Magical. Block Shirley. her number. Or or if you're feeling nasty, just every time it rings, there's a big red button. Then you be like, Decline, nope. decline, <laughs> decline, nope. decline, nope. where to meet she knows you decline. Yeah, you know, right away. Like, it's not like it rings and goes to voicemail. It's like, ring, boop. Yeah, if it rings one. once, you know that someone went, mm-mm. Yep. So hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> shut, it shut, it, yeah. shut it down. I say shut it down. I mean... Life's too short. You're not an asshole for not going to work somewhere you don't want to work. Okay, Especially if someone's rude on the... It's like saying, hey, do you want to go out with me? And you're like, I don't know. if so they're like, Psh, no one else is going to ask you out. It's yeah. like, what the fuck, man? That's yeah. not going to work on me. No. Don't let him. dig she you. She prays on you because she knows you might come back because she can... You, Get her claws into you. Don't She cave. says, I'm
9: so good at what I do. Well, that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's
4: another form of negging and mm-hmm. gaslighting. Yeah, she's going to build you up then tear you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, now the change
9: is, I needed her to pay the bills. Now she needs me. So that's exactly. what Oh,
4: the tables have turned. Or you use it as a bargaining chip. You're like, I'll come back for $1 million. <laughs> and then we'll see I, how much. I told her last time, can... I'll give
9: you three days a week and that's it. That's all I can do. There,
4: one million million, three three days a week, two hours a day. Done. <laughs> You know what, that's actually deal. That a good deal. <laughs> that's, that's, what you, that's what you asked for. Thank you so much. All right, who else has a grievance? All right, I saw you. Got a lot of grievances from this. Are y'all all together? All just, y'all are pissed off tonight. <laughs> so am I. It's Heather I have a grievance. Start, yeah, it's because we were talking about how we, our plane experience. Here comes the mic. <laughs> all right. Got to s- stretch the time. Let's tell some Hi. jokes. Never mind. <laughs> we made it.
3: Hi, I'm Bree, she, her. Hi, um, Bree. First of all, I want to say my grandpa saw the, um, the bird man. Well, <gasps> he saw a bird woman. The, uh, your grandpa saw bird man? Yeah. Big bird? When, yeah, when he was, like, a teenager. <gasps> um, Where at? Saw, What did he say about it? So, I, he said this, like, maybe, like, two years ago or like, a Christmas or something, and he was like, one time I was hanging out with my friends at, you know, um, like, a park or something, and it was dark, and... He saw like this winged figure in a tree and he, like, it flew at him and he saw like a woman's face with like talons. A woman, not and, a monkey? No, That's he said a woman's face. Hot. And I was like, what the heck? And he was like, oh, my family, we were like, Are you, were, you on, were you on drugs? And he was like, maybe. So,
4: you know, I appreciate though, because it's always men. It's yeah. Mothman, it's the Birdman, mm-hmm. all these cryptos are always men. Let's get a woman in there. Yeah. I'm glad it had a woman's face. I hope that that's his wife, Big Bird's wife. <laughs> it's
3: your grandmother, and now you're Big here Bird. with us today. Well, also, funnily enough, my fetus name was Big Bird. So it's like all coming full circle. Oh, wow, circle. damn. Um, so my grievance is, so I live with my boyfriend. Is right? that him? Yes, him. Congratulations. Um, uh, you
4: look and, a little nervous.
0: <laughs>
3: yes. He's sweating. He's... <laughs> um, so I believe that when you are on the toilet, that yeah. is when you are the most vulnerable. Yeah, 100%. Right? Like someone could come in and murder you when you put up your pants. You yeah, know. you'll fall down if you try to run. It, exactly. And, and that's when they get you. <laughs>
2: so, but first.
3: <laughs> uh, when we first moved in together, uh, he did not want to use the bathroom around me. And I was like... You mean like like
4: you wanted to be in the bathroom while he was doing it? Yes. Like you sit down, (laughs) spread it open, he goes between the legs? (laughs) They call that the trick shot? Like, he's peeing, he's dropping a deuce. You're like, I need to brush my teeth, so I'm coming in? Yeah, so we Kill have me. a bathroom Kill with, me
3: two, dead. With, uh, with two sinks, actually. So it's two sinks, the Do toilet, you have two and, toilets? And, no, I wish. Right, Same. so Megan Trainer actually has two toilets next to her and her Who husband. Who does? Megan Trainer. Yes, Trainor. yes, yes, that's disgusting, yes, I'm sorry. I want that, because it's like, you're bonding together, being <laughs> your most vulnerable, and he thinks I'm crazy. Oh my god. I probably am.
4: I'm not here to kink shame anybody.
3: No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's It's. You're She's like, being, I'm not horny about it. I'm no. emotional about no, it. No, it. it's you're being your most vulnerable around your partner. So, do you
4: want him to take a dump and you can ask him questions and you think he'll be more honest because the pants are down <laughs> and he can't probably. run off?
3: Maybe that's the psychology behind it. Huh? Maybe that's the psychology behind it. That's that just the I psychology be behind vulner, it. Like vulnerable with me.
4: So mm. the heart
3: <laughs> <laughs> the
4: heart of the matter is that you just want your boyfriend. What's your name? Bree. No, no, the boyfriend. Ryan. Brian. Brian? I didn't just want to call you the boyfriend. You have a name. So I wanted to address <laughs> yeah. you. But uh, the, the sounds like the issue is you want Brian to be more vulnerable with you. Yes. And so I just want to tell you that doesn't have to happen while he's taking a shit. There's a lot of other ways you can be vulnerable with people and intimate. And usually it's not while you're taking a shit. And That's usually a private thing. For sure. And there's two, I think, I I mean, I'm learning this every day. There's stuff I thought I knew and understood. (laughs) Y'all know where fossil fuel comes from? Goddamn what a place to learn it though um but i think that sometimes because the same word gets used in two different instances you conflate the two possibly and so vulnerability as in boy you could kill somebody easy right there she's real vulnerable and vulnerability like so anyway this happened when i was a kid and i think it really impacted my interactions with people but two different kinds of vulnerable <laughs> yeah not the same and they don't show up in the same way in the same places the first one is when you're going Tuesday and you're like looking at Instagram videos, answering answering Instagram messages. And then the other kind is like, you have like got a picnic blanket, you got some sparkling water, maybe some wine, you're in a nice park somewhere and your pants are fully on, no one's like defecating, hopefully. I don't know what parks are like around here, TBD. So, I would search my soul and be like, what type of vulnerability am I truly looking for? Like, hopefully the second one. I don't know. Or maybe you're like, I want to get him when he's weak. <laughs> so that's fine, too. Can, can we talk to Brian? Please.
10: Yes, hello. Hi, Brian. Uh, it's actually Ryan. No B. What's that? It's actually Ryan. No B.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. Well, okay. It
10: happens at every Starbucks ever, so it's fine. Damn.
4: How do you say your name? Ryan Okay Well I'm just saying like If everybody hears it as Brian
10: You kind of I'm not And I'm me. not Maybe, maybe yeah.
4: it's Maybe you, you're the constant there I don't know You were born with that name You live with it you, you, t- you take a little bit of a breath You go Who Ryan? So I can see how I yeah. mean I was confused I think you go yeah. hard with the B You're like Brian <laughs> Bo Ryan You make it a two syllable name Anyway. No it is yeah. Ryan It's not Brian oh, It's sh- not
3: Brian
10: Yeah
4: Okay, sorry. Or just go, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a lot of those, and then that way you know it's your drink. Anyways, let's talk about your bathroom problem. Yes. Um, how do you feel? Like, do you when you go poo poo? <laughs> do you want to be by yourself, or are you like, oh, God, I wish Brie was here because I have something to tell her right now. <laughs> I,
10: I generally don't want to be interacting with people when. Yeah, well, stuff, that's because that's a normal response. Your regular yeah. person. Yeah, so I I feel very vindicated and now I have this to point to every time yeah, yeah. she you ever do, brings You know it what out.
4: else you have? A lock on the bathroom door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get a the like hotel style a deadbolt. I like the ones that say vacant and empty. Yeah, that's helpful. Or, <laughs> vacant and, and in use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, has she
10: whipped open the door on you? So, well, oh boy. So, we have cats that live in that side of the apartment and uh-huh. it's a Two doors on either side affair for the. Oh. Jack and Jill. Yeah, that's
4: what they're called. Um, mm-hmm.
10: I didn't know that, so yeah, I, well, yeah.
4: I didn't know your yeah. name was Ryan. So. <laughs> <laughs> um,
10: so usually the doors are left open for the cats. So. I am extra vulnerable.
4: Oh God. When I'm on the your toilet. cats can't wait a few minutes? Were they scratching down the door? They're, what are you feeding
10: them? They're, they're very needy cats.
4: What okay. So you so, so you're been, like, all right, I'm gonna go. I know I gotta leave the do- door from the cat, but then here comes Bree, and it's like an open invitation to uh, just start like talking to you. It's
10: not supposed to be an invitation. No, I'm saying
4: this is how she's taking it. <laughs>
10: okay. Yeah. Right?
4: Is yeah. that right? But you're free dumping. There's nothing <laughs> there's no wall. There's, it's just open. The door's open. The what doors about are... bathroom sounds? <laughs> the cats need a litter box, Heather. Yeah. I think you gotta take all the cats in there with you every time you gotta shit. <laughs> how, yeah. many ca- how many cats do you have?
10: Two. Oh,
4: that's not that many. You can grab them under one. Of, I'm wondering each hold arm.
3: Them? Yeah. You just
4: put them on the bath mat while you Get go. like uh, one of those sticks with a feather on it, and while you're going, just do one of these, they'll be fine. But then you can shut the door.
10: Okay, I've got a lot of new techniques to try. You do? Next time. Yeah. You
4: know. um, I'm a big proponent of bathroom time as alone time. Sacred. I'll tell you what, when you have kids, you don't get that anymore. And if you've ever had uh, explosive diarrhea while having to hold a baby in your lap, it's a whole experience. It's, uh, it's more than cats because... <laughs> They don't like the feather thing thrown in their face. <laughs> like, they want to be interacted with and shit. So, um, I would say, wh- hold, hold on to this now while you have your precious alone time in the bathroom, Bree. <laughs> Let him, just because the door is open, you guys need to have an agreement, like a sock on the doorknob type of thing. Yes. Where it's like, just because the door is open, I'm in here, you mm-hmm. know? I'm leaving it open for the cats, but that doesn't mean I'm leaving it open for conversation.
10: Oh, with the force of the law behind me now, I think. Thank are you. Be yes, now. Your Honor.
4: Thank Fire you, Your Honor. Rolling. Force of the law. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful. Uh, we're going to do one more? I think we got time for one more. Yay! Oh, I gosh, so that was so loud. We got to do that one. Stand up and wave your arms. Just generally. There, I see you. Behind the railing. I feel like I'm in a lecture hall at my college. Well, we lectured everybody tonight, I think. That's true. A lot of things.
6: Okay, hi. I'm Maddie. Hi, Hi. Maddie. So I went to college at Texas State. Okay. And I had two roommates when I lived there. And one of them I lived with for like three years. I called her my favorite roommate. She was super chill. I introduced her to all my friends. I always took her out with me. Mm -mm. Guys thought she was so cute very lovable very great roommate always did the dishes never went out she was uh-huh. the best something happened Uh-oh. our senior year of college she wouldn't t- we don't i don't even think anything really happened we thought she was possessed
4: no so, if you had asked me what's gonna happen in this I story never would have gone i there. would
6: not have guessed that
4: i was like she... like by a demon yes So again,
6: very, very no for real. And I don't really entertain things like that. I don't think they're not true. But in this case, I definitely think she was possessed by a demon. She was super normal, great roommate, super fun. We drank wine together, all that stuff. And then out of nowhere, me and my other roommate would hear these noises in the middle of the night Uh that didn't sound like moaning, singing, crying. It was like a groan. Like some, we recorded it. I showed it to my mom. Showed it to
4: my godmother. What what does it sound like? Give us an example.
6: Ah, Like literally just the weirdest noises. And we would text her. We would be like, hey, are you okay? And she'd respond and she'd be like, yeah, I'm totally fine. And then she'd start making the noises again and I'd go and knock on her door, turn the lights on, Rude. have my oh, other roommate recording.
4: Invading her space. Leave well, her. so
6: I would go and knock on the door and I was like, hey, it's three in the morning, why are you chanting? Chanting? Well, it was like, re- it was it was such a weird noise. I don't know how to explain it. There wasn't anyone there. She didn't have a guy over. Like, What was her
4: explanation?
6: She... Came to the door after she had just texted us and addressed the situation. She was like, "Oh, that's nothing. Like, it's not me. It's our, it's our neighbors." I was like, "Our neighbors are dudes. They don't sound like you. You're five foot. Like, they don't sound like you." She answered the door after just texting us, saying that wasn't her, and she was like, oh, "I was asleep. Like, why are you waking me up?" I was like, "Because you're happened. chanting in the middle of the night."
4: No, I know what happened. So,
6: what happened?
4: Oh, I know what she was possessed by. just... <laughs> use code creepy for 15% off at dame.com dame.com
6: so, we kept asking her, and then it just started escalating. We would hear her, like, throwing herself down the stairs in the middle of the night. and we, In your apartment? Like, yes. In- <laughs> and so, we would go to the top of the stairs, we'd turn the lights on, we'd see her at the bottom of the stairs, and we were like, did you just throw like yourself down the there? stairs? Like, laying No, standing there. Oh, in the middle. Of the I guess that's
4: worse. My stomach dropped.
6: So, me and my roommate, we would turn on the lights. She because- was like, I just had
4: 43 <laughs> orgasms.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I
4: need some 7-Up. Fuck. <laughs>
6: you guys are like she's possessed and it's like she she's knows like, her body
4: no, she knows her fucking body better than anybody i, I turned that it was- up turned it up to the highest level it propelled me down the stairs <laughs> shot her out of bed <laughs> that would
6: be the worst possible outcome though because that would be so embarrassing if she sounded like that when she would was, it be you know, or would being possessed by bad. a
4: demon be the worst possible uh, outcome uh, would (laughs) masturbating be the worst Wait, or would being possessed by a demon be the worst if the option is being possessed by a demon or having such a good orgasm that you sounded like you're possessed by the demon (laughs) give me that second one and that you then it it threw you down the stairs yes that's like that's blueberry pancake orgasm (laughs) You get thrown down a flight of stairs and then you just like brush it off like nothing and happened. And then your judgmental roommates are like, well, What do you do it? It's so late at night. And you're like, You don't, even, you don't know what. You don't <laughs> know. So
6: what did she say when you found her at the stairs? She just completely denied all of this activity. And it happened like over the span of several months. We would Alien. hear a very distinct noise of a human body. Flop, did it always down the happen around the
4: same time? Yes,
6: around 3 to 4 a.m. I had multiple. That's the switching videos. hour.
4: It's also, so, you know, you wake up from a dream that was involved some cast members of Criminal Minds, Shemar Moore. Oh
6: gosh! <laughs> and you gotta, you gotta take care of business, TCB baby. <laughs> so, my my am I the asshole moment is it had happened for months and months, and we were like genuinely concerned, and we kept asking her if something. Was happening? Was she drunk? Was she on drugs? Was there some guy hiding in her closet? Because multiple times she'd open the door, there was no one there. She had a small room; like th- there was no one. Yeah, you would have known. Did
4: she we have like bruises known. or
6: anything on her? Yeah, she would have bruises from falling had, like, down the stairs. She had claw marks. No, I don't. I don't recall claw marks. Okay, might have hidden them. But she what? She might have hidden them. I hit thought hit you said she wore a pendulum. <laughs> she wore a pendulum. That's how we knew. <laughs> So, my question is, this, this happened for the span of a few months. Me and my roommate, and I was a senior. Our other roommate had never lived with people before. Uh-oh, well, she, she was never a will now. She's scarred for life. Oh, I felt so bad for her. But we kept, like, we kept asking her. She wouldn't tell us. It kept getting worse. It kept getting louder. Weird things were happening. And we were really concerned. She wouldn't tell us. And I, she was 23 at the time, mm-hmm. and we were really concerned, and it just kept happening. So am I kick her out? calling her mom? Whoa! Sorry, I yelled. You didn't just... just you called her mom? would you tell her mom? We were like, she's throwing herself down the stairs, she's covered in bruises, she's moaning in the middle of the night. We asked her, it. And her, her mom's like, it's it.
4: how women in our family do it. It's how we get off. <laughs> I didn't know she'd come to Texas
6: State and be so judged. I thought it was an
4: open-minded <laughs> campus. What did her mom say?
6: Her mom was like, Thank you for telling me. I've been really concerned about Aww, her. She's like, Yeah, we were really concerned, but we kept resorting to all of these crazy theories. Like, maybe she's possessed because all of the normal ones, like, Oh, maybe she's just getting her black, back blown out by some guy she and hiding him so in her concerned. closet. I like, I
7: like that expression. I am
4: going to use it. Getting so, her back blown out. <laughs> so, what was the outcome? Did you kick her out? Was this
6: so? This was right before the pandemic. So, what
4: is she doing now?
6: Um, we don't really know. She kind of dropped off. Damn. So we don't really know what happened, and I was really concerned. And we were kind of joking about it, like, oh, maybe she got possessed. Like we genuinely thought that for a while. And so I was just like, kept asking. And so I just, I called her mom. And her so mom is was your like, grievance if
4: you're an asshole for calling
6: the mom? Am, am I the asshole for calling the mom because I was genuinely concerned? No, she was I don't really think upset. so. If you were really
4: concerned. Yeah. And honestly, I had a, I did a sleepover in like maybe the third or fourth grade and the parents <laughs> didn't tell us that one of the girls was a sleepwalker and mm. she would walk up and down the stairs but she wouldn't always make it up and down the stairs. We covered her in shaving cream and then she went into her parents' room and slept with them. It was a whole thing. But we, when we told her, we're like, hey, we told the mom, hey, she's acting really weird. The mom's like, oh, yeah, she has like a sleep thing. Like, so, and Mike Robiglia, the comic, yeah. has like parasomnia where he, or it's a uh, sleep run behavior disorder where he like acts out his dreams and mm-hmm. would like climb onto dressers thinking he was going to ha- dive he, off he the highway. He jumped dive. out of a window Kinto. and all, nearly died because of it. Yeah. yeah. So it may be that like the parents were like, well, we need to figure out what happened. But I don't think so. If you were coming come from a place of genuine, yeah, I don't. I, have, I probably would have done the same I thing. I had lived with her for
6: four years,
4: and yeah. she had been very, very... Yeah, never no, it sounds concerning, like and like... Yeah, if it takes a turn. Wild behavior out of nowhere. It sounds like, yeah, maybe like a sleep thing, or some kind so of yeah, psychological thing. I had the same it thing happen with my college roommate, though. I lived with a girl. We had mutual friends introduced, and the screams that came from her room in the night... <laughs> but were they from dude. a dude? Dude. Her boyfriend was always over. And it was either they were, like, fighting with each other, and... She, it was, or they were, their parts were fine with each other. <laughs> and every morning she's just like, I'm so tired. I was like, I bet you are. <laughs> I was trying to watch Walker, Texas Ranger in my room. Because I used to watch that when I lived in Chicago because I was homesick. Yeah, um, I know. You tried to put it on in the green room and I was like, no. We're not Maybe we change it. First I tried the nanny and then I tried Walker, oh, Texas Ranger. God. Pick your poison, Um, (laughs) but I think, but but it's disruptive, it's rude. And when I said, "Hey, you guys were pretty loud, and I couldn't hear what happened at the end of Walker, Texas Ranger," (laughs) she was like, "We're not going to renew the lease." But. Which is, I get it. But it was, we got it out, right? Like, we were able to hash it out. So it sounds like you did your your part. You yeah, tried right to hash sure. it out. And I, I don't think it's an asshole move to say, listen, I'm concerned about you. You threw yourself down the stairs. Yeah, I mean, that's. And, yeah, multiple that's, times. That's yeah. not typical behavior. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I probably would have called her mom. Yeah, it sounds like you were concerned. I'm uh, concerned that nobody knows where she is. Yeah, I look into that. <laughs> you have her mom's number. Yeah, maybe ch- maybe check up on her. Yeah. hopefully she's okay. Because I'm, if you find out, DM us. Yeah, let I'm, me know. I'm worried. I'm, <laughs> I'm a no. I'm just curious. I mean, I am worried too, <laughs> but I'm, I'm also real curious. What the? But that would well, yeah, be. what do you
6: think? What do you think it was? We genuinely tried to figure it out, and we couldn't come I to a conclusion. I think I bet it's, it's a, a sleep disorder.
4: A sleep disorder. Like yeah, disorder. or a psychological disorder. And a I've lot had, of stuff like that happens like in early 20s for women Mm -hmm. so it's like a uh, early or that onset period. yeah yeah so she may not even been aware she was doing it or something and even if you text her there's times like when people that have like that parasomnia can actually wake up send a text message do stuff i have weird sleep stuff Kind of a little bit better since I was on my Charlotte's Web CBD. Use code creepy. <laughs> but for real, but there's, been times that, the sponsors. but there's been times that I've like bought stuff on like I've online shopped in my sleep, mm-hmm. or I've responded to messages in my sleep, and I have to like be careful and like put my phone kind of away because there will i like. Sometimes be like awake and I'm like oh, I was commenting on someone's Facebook and I'm like oh shit <laughs> it's like three in the morning what did I do so I, there and so she may have just texted him and been like everything's fine so then when you did knock on the door she's like oh, I was asleep because she was sleep texting or whatever yeah we thought do we were in else. like
6: the plot of a horror movie I mean also she was like, maybe was she's asleep. possessed by a could have been
4: that you never know who, who am I here to say the demons aren't real I'm not gonna bring that on myself so. I mean yeah. <laughs> Bat, we've learned tonight that the Batman lady is real. So. <laughs> that's true. And if anybody doesn't believe it, why don't you go tell Bree's grandpa he's a liar and he'll probably kick the shit out of you because he saw a Bat lady one day and he survived. Yeah, just don't do it if he's on the toilet because yeah, that's leave him alone. his own time. <laughs> it's not uh, the vulnerability. Final ruling, you're not an asshole. DM us if you find out what happened. Please, thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, we have a, an Instagram giveaway before we go. Who won this? Elle. L Con like chandelier.
3: Yeah <laughs> L
4: was at our Dallas show last night and then drove here today for this show. Sorry, I'm You were so smart, L god bless yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man she's living the life i've never you're lucky been actively mad at a pilot until today and i knew it was irrational but i was like get around the fucking wind like why are we <laughs> christy I knew, just goes P-. i knew he couldn't and i was like he's got to be if i'm stressed he's super stressed because like our lives are in his hand but i was still really pissed <laughs> off the best part is you go i don't know why we didn't just go over it <laughs> you're like we should have gone higher up <laughs> gotta go high. what is it Thirty thousand feet is that normal flight mm-hmm. go 80 Whatever you got to do to get above. Shoot us into the skyward. There's NASA around here. They can figure it out. Yeah. Or just uh, below. We just hover. Hover all the way. (laughs) Just like a... It has wheels. Just drive us here. That's true. We're driving back. It'll be fine. Well, thank you guys guys so so much much for coming coming out tonight. You've been so much fun. Such a great crowd. We so appreciate it. We've had so much fun. You... You're the, I would say Zach Guilford is the number two best part of my birthday. You guys, because you shared it with me, are the number one best part. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Number three is she learned how we have oil. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Uh, If you're VIP, they're going to tell you what to do. So hang out for that. But for now, as always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Thank you, guys. Hey everybody, thanks so much for supporting the show on Patreon. Here are your special Patreon shoutouts: Brenna Hone, Anika Kennedy, Andrea Kugel, Kimberly Curtis, Sarah P. Bolton, Claudia Hansen, Katie Tozic, Ashley Ulrich, Nicole Turcott, Kimberly Wilkes, rjlaw Law1 gmail.com, Gail Parker, Mary Maxwell, Tina Schwint, Leah Dumont, Panther Rose, Tiffany Barrett, Sarah Campbell, Jessica Power, Kristen, Ashley Ruiz, Sarah Benedetto, Tiffany Hamm, Kayla Tweedy, Mindy Joyner, Amanda Gomes, Savoya Breeze, Brittany Mills, Lisa Colgan, Melissa Marima, CJ Barlow, Joshua Swan, Tiffany Hamilton, Amy Margaret Littolf, Kendra Gonzalez, Sierra, Lisa Cross, Allison Halliwell, Miss Gina 074, Kimberella. Verily Klopfer. Kate. Cole McCary. Brooke. Ruby Velasquez. Kimberly Kelly. LGW. Amanda Yarko. Kylie Metz. Andy Arnaldi. Chad Becker. Gabby. Eleanor Alshay. Sierra. Darlene S. Olive the Hedgehog. Maria Navarrete. Travis Tim. Sarah Connell. Tianti. Catherine Register. Susan Polgreen. Haley. Lauren. Nikki Diller. Emily Collins. Cassandra Hino. Felicity Parado. Adele Jones. Tasha Arth. Tori Alandi. Arias Schrime Alicia Moore. Lauren Rosenberg. Ashley Lewis. Tessa Amaro. Bill and Mari. Thank you so much for all your support. We couldn't do this without you, especially during these trying times. We hope you got your names right. We love you. We appreciate you. Thanks so much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them.
10: Software
9: engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire?
1: And found.